This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, April 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Severe storms with high winds swept across southern New Jersey on Monday, leaving damaged buildings and power outages in their wake. In Wildwood, New Jersey, there's now portions of the boardwalk that are torn up. A bench and a trash can were flipped over. The damaged portion was roped off by caution tape in Cape May. Winds also damaged the historic Congress Hall. A portion of the roof was blown off and one of the columns was ripped down. Across the state, thousands of utility customers in New Jersey were without power Monday. In Summers Point, the roof of the all-action water sports was torn off as a result of the gusting winds. The boats and watercraft dealer uh, has been in business for about 30 years, and the owner, Raymond Lepps, said that he's never seen anything like this, Like this, but he's happy uh, that no one got hurt, and he said that they'll get up and running again. The National Weather Service issued high wind warnings for several counties with steady winds of 25 to 40 miles per hour, uh, expected in gusts 60 to 70 miles per hour possible, but the wind gusts, they say, reached as high as 87 miles per hour. Yeah, I believe it, because mm. they were showing footage, Kathy, on the news, and they there's like a Sunoco station where one of the completely awnings ripped down, completely right? devastated, destroyed. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a farmhouse in the back end of my neighborhood, and we were driving by it uh, in late in the afternoon when it was beautiful. Actually, yesterday it got to be a really nice day, but uh, we saw part of their roof on the barn really? was, mm-hmm. had been. I guess it was made of metal, had flipped up and folded huh. over, yeah. and so they're going to have to get Jeez. some serious repair, repair work done. Yeah, we're looking, Steve, at that uh, the, the top of that. That uh, convenience store, that gas station, that's horrible, oh, man. Wow. wow. Did you guys see the footage of that action sports uh, roof coming off? No, I didn't. I just saw point? the aftermath. Yeah, It's crazy. I mean, there is uh, full-blown footage of it, and you can see it all going down. Just completely rips off. Yeah. I walked through or uh, walked past a cemetery yesterday, so it actually got sunny and was kind of nice yesterday yeah. evening. And we had been in all day, so I'm like, let's go out for a walk. So um, we went for a walk, and a lot of the tombstones past we walked past the cemetery were knocked over. Wow. Like, yeah. Um, they said roughly 25,000 utility customers were without power in New Jersey yesterday. Now, there's a question of how to handle laundry of somebody exposed or infected to COVID-19. And are laundromats safe if you need to go use one? If you're living with someone who has a suspected or confirmed case of coronavirus, Consumer Report says that there are important safety precautions uh, that you should be taking. First, keep any contaminated laundry in a separate bin because we don't know how long the coronavirus can survive on clothes. But researchers think it is possible that the virus may remain infectious on clothes for hours or even days. When it's time to do the laundry, use disposable gloves if you have them and throw them away immediately after you finish. If you don't have the gloves, uh, when you're finished putting the dirty laundry in the washing machine, make sure that you wash your own hands. Hmm. You can wash the laundry of a COVID-19 patient as you normally would. Experts say no special detergent or bleach is needed, but use the warmest appropriate water setting and then dry the clothes completely. Kathy, you use, uh, I think you use a product called Fire, right? Don't you? Yeah, don't you just burn your yeah, laundry at the end of the like, day? What fire? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is that? She just there's a oh, big yeah. bonfire. She mm-hmm. keeps going and just yeah. throws all everything yeah. she wears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walks yeah. into the door like Murray Goldberg, strips <laughs> down into the incinerator. Yeah. So, into the incinerator. Yeah. So my my sister in law um, dropped something off at the house and it was in a bag outside. And I was like, I d- leave that there. We'll leave it there for like get away hours. from the house. Then, get right, away from the house. COVID nineteen whore. COVID-19! COVID-19, COVID-19, COVID-19! COVID-19! Get away from my house! Oh, my 
my God. So after you put the laundry in the washer, disinfect all the surfaces in your laundry room that may have been contaminated, like the doorknobs uh, and the pull for the washing machine. Finally, I removed all my doorknobs, Kathy, for just that just reason. Now I just push up my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, if you're using, using a shared laundry facility, like an apartment building or a laundromat, uh, disinfect the handles and surfaces before you touch the machines. Hey, guys, I forgot to tell you this. I actually had to go to a laundromat the other day. Oh, no. I, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, I walked in and I almost was like, I don't think I can breathe in here. Let me see if I can hold my breath while I shut Well, this I know your, your perception is that as things are being dried, that the COVID-19 is, is being vaporized or aerosolized. And now oh. you're breathing all that and everyone else is COVID-19 ridden laundry is now infecting you. Hey, Kathy, did you did you go to um, a laundromat because you had so much you had too much laundry backed up or no? What, so you listen, go? the laundry is out of control. Um, yes, there is a ton of laundry. No, I had to go um, to wash my giant. I have a California king size bed with right. um, a very large uh, comforter, comforter that goes on it, and it's it's not a duvet where you can take it off. It, right. it's, it's like a, a full. It's a Duval, a Robert Duval. <laughs> it's a full cover. Uh, right. I mean, a full comforter that I had to take, and uh, the reason I had to take it was because there was something. Bed Some bugs? sort of smell, no, coming oh. out of my cat, and it, it got onto the, the comforter. And the smell got onto your comforter. Oh, I, I know it probably happened. Sometimes when they uh, their anal glands, Steve, uh, oh, they express. I, yeah, Steve, I think that's what it was. Oh, Kathy, and, there's, no. there's no there's no smell like that on Earth. It what I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, I have to get rid of her. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what no. is this? That's just one of the benefits of having animals is that occasionally their anal glands back up and they express as they say. Well, so I texted my pet sitter, you know, when I go away, I have yeah. a pet sitter and she's great. She works at a vet. And so I was asking her a couple of questions. She's like, oh, no, no, no. That's what it is. And so I walked past the, this, like the middle of the day. She was sitting on the bed and she was like going to town on herself. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I've never seen her do this before. And like an hour later, I walked by the bed and I was I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is that smell? And yeah. I, I had to immediately take it off. It's horrific. It. What, what things that big, like we have, a, a you know, obviously a washer dryer at home, but these things are so huge that you have to bring it to like a full-blown industrial washing yeah, machine. That was not, listen, yeah. it was not fitting in the, the washing machine that I have, and I was not getting in bed, so I needed to go wash it immediately. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so anyway, but the, there was only a few people at the laundromat, and, and uh, the girl that worked there had a mask on, and she was you know cleaning the, the place, so uh, it seemed to be okay. Um, so your chances of getting the virus from someone else directly is much higher than getting the virus from a surface, uh, so you want to be at least six feet away from anyone else if you do go to a laundromat or you're using apartment building washing machines. Uh, and then, of course, when you get home and you're finished the laundry, just be sure to give yourself a thorough 20-second wash uh, with soap and water. The tips that uh, are also important to do if you're living with somebody who works in a hospital or another place where they may have been exposed to the virus. So, I, you know, I really didn't even think about the laundry. But if you have somebody coming home from a hospital, uh, you know, do their, do their yeah, laundry separate. It's true. Or burn it. Or just yeah. burn it. Yeah. The IRS says it's getting ready to launch a new online tool this week that will let you know when you can expect to get your coronavirus stimulus check. Get My Payment is expected to be ready on Friday and will allow people to track the status of their payment, including the date of their payment uh, is scheduled to be deposited into their bank account or mailed to them. Uh, the Treasury Secretary says he expects that more than 80 million Americans should have payments directly deposited into the bank accounts by Wednesday. Many Americans qualify for payments approved as part of the legislation designed to boost the economy as 
as the country responds to the new coronavirus. Anyone earning up to $75,000 is adjusted uh, in adjusted gross income and who has a Social Security number uh, will receive $1,200. The payment steadily declines for those who make more. An additional feature on Get My Payment will allow eligible people a chance to provide their bank account information so that they can receive their payment more quickly rather than waiting for a paper check. The feature will be available in the economic impact payment uh, has already been scheduled for delivery, the IRS said. In sports this morning. Uh-huh. Ball sacks are yummy. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers is expected to sign a four-year extension averaging $16 million per year, making him the highest-paid running back in NFL history. Wow. Before yesterday's signing, Ezekiel Ellis Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys has been the highest-paid running back at $15 million per year. McCaffrey's extension beats Elliott's mark and sets a new standard for the running back position. McCaffrey's contract extension ties him to Carolina through the 2025 season, uh, with him becoming a free agent again at the age of 29. Kyle Larson has been indefinitely suspended by NASCAR following his use of a racial slur on a live stream during an iRacing event on Sunday night. The 27-year-old seemed to lose communication on his headset with his spotter during an ensuing microphone check. Larson said, you can't hear me, apparently believing that he could not be heard. He then blurted out the N-word. Larson must also attend sensitivity training as directed by NASCAR. He posted a video on his social media handles apologizing for his actions. Former Seattle Seahawks quarterback Tavares Jackson died in a car accident in Alabama on Sunday. A spokesperson for the employer Tennessee State told ESPN Jackson was driving on a road a few miles south of Montgomery, Alabama at about 8.50 p.m. on Sunday when his 2012 Chevrolet Camaro left the road, hit a tree, and flipped. He was transported to a local hospital and later pronounced dead. Uh, 36-year-old Jackson was Tennessee State's quarterback's coach along with Seattle. He also played for the Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills. He's survived by his wife and three children. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Real quick, going back to the uh, the clothes thing, I got this text. It says, I'm a nurse in a hospital, and I stripped down to underwear on my front porch. Neighbors only called the cops once. <laughs> <laughs> got to hey, do you know what you got to do. My um, uh, family friend of ours, she is doing the uh, x-rays of the lungs of the the people who um, are being affected and coming into the hospital. So she is dealing with coronavirus patients every single day, mm-hmm. and she does the exact same thing. But she doesn't do it on her front porch. She goes into her her garage. She says she gets completely naked, and she goes upstairs and showers every time she gets home. Wow. Wow. Uh, I don't know what it's like for you guys in Balakinwood, but I'm looking out my back window, and uh, there's a really beautiful sunrise coming up here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's some nice light on the clouds, and it's a, a nice way to start the day. Absolutely. And uh, we're, we're seeing all kinds of wonderful things, except for Kathy Rose. I know, sorry, morning. I didn't. Why have you not signed on to our special FaceTime? Uh, because it didn't come in until we were, like, uh, going into news, oh, so we didn't have time I, to. I wasn't sure if you had an extra special hideous look about you this morning. Yeah. You just didn't, come on. didn't want to be on. Hideous. I don't know. Not like it doesn't happen. Stop it. Yeah. All right, well, listen. Wait till you see me. You're going right, <laughs> to be I like, can't... oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Dying yeah. to find you as you uh, pop on our screen. Oh, God, no, turn it off. Uh, so we welcome you to Tuesday, and we have uh, many, many things to get to this morning including cash aplenty, $500, two opportunities with MMR's Rock Refund. We snagged two winners yesterday morning. It was awesome. Awesome. Let's do it again, okay? 8 a.m. is when we'll first get that started. It's really simple. We give you a word. We tell you how to enter it. Send it to us to let us know you're listening. 
and you just might win. So uh, it's a pretty sweet deal, 500 bucks. Couple of uh, people on the program as far as guests go. Our good friend Doug Benson will be joining us. Doug is doing Doug Loves Movies, a new remote style episode, and uh, or he's doing several episodes, which uh, that uh, that game lends itself to that type of thing. It would work completely fine yeah. in that remote uh, condition. So we'll see how Doug is doing. He'll call us around nine o'clock this morning, and then we have actress Leah Thompson on the program. I've always loved her. She's great. Uh, she directed and stars in an episode of The Goldbergs. It's tomorrow night at eight o'clock. So she's done a whole bunch of Goldbergs. She's done School. She's done Young Sheldon. Directing is now her big thing, and yeah. she's really good at it. Love it. Absolutely love it. So uh, these things and more will be going on through the course of the morning. We hope you uh, have some time to spend with us today. We promise we'll try to make it worth your while. Don't forget we also have Isolation Idol. We officially got the ball rolling on that yesterday after we got all the P's and Q's worked out with the legal department to make sure. Had to grease a few palms. Yeah, everybody's got a fair shot to win here. It's a chance for $500, and we want to see... Your see and hear your talents from home, which a lot of people are doing right now. I just posted a, a drum video yesterday, so very cool. I, I think people that are musicians or performers are kind of uh, making the best of their time by delving into that artistic world a little bit. And we want to see what you can do and hear what you can do. We need you to send us a video with your talent. Uh, to you can do it through PrestonandSteve.com, and that's the audition process. And then we're going to narrow it down to a group of listeners next week and have you actually come live on the air. We'll have more details coming this week on how we're going to do that because we'll also have a chance for people to see that as well who are following along online. And uh, you might win $500. We're going to do two winners each day, two finalists each day. We're going to try to do it every day next week. And then we'll have a uh, a final round where the listeners will get to vote on who is the isolation idol. How exciting. And then we can start idolizing them. We're all becoming little Simon Cows. It's awesome. It's great. So go to PrestonandSteve.com, upload your audition tape. You have to be at least 18 years of age. Only one person per, per entry. It's not duets and, and, and multiple performers. So just go take a look at the website, get the details, and be a part of it. It should be a good time. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a second. Got a stack of stories from the entertainment file to pass along to you, as well as stupid questions and prizes to give away. Hang with us this morning, all right? Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Steven's new I Love You Rose is putting a little love in everyone's day. A portion of all Gold Rose sales will support local restaurants and healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We got a stupid question for you, and we have a digital download of Just Mercy starring Michael B. Jordan. If you can answer this question correctly, who holds the record for the most Academy Awards won by a single person? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. This person has 26 Oscars and was nominated 59 times. Jeez. Yeah, so who holds the record for the most Academy Awards but won by a single person? Call right now. I'll go through some birthdays. Today is Tuesday, April 14th. The great Richie Blackmore, the man who created the Smoke on the Water riff. That is one of the most recognizable guitar riffs in all of rock history. Uh, He's the guy who wrote this. Uh, Legendary. Also, a great band called Rainbow he was in. Um, supposed to be a bit of an egomaniac from is what that I've, the I've heard over the years, yes, uh. but uh, tis what it is. He is uh, 75 years old today, so happy birthday to Richie Blackmore. Uh, we also have celebrating birthday today, uh, today 
Abigail. That's why I said today. Uh, Abigail Breslin. Oh, yeah, uh, I like her. Little Miss Sunshine and uh, Signs. It's funny because uh, Night Shyamalan was talking about, obviously, you know, he had worked with her on uh, Signs. And then she's grown up. She's a full woman. And she came into a restaurant and said, Night, how are you? And he goes, have we met? Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. He's 20. She's 24 today. Uh, Adrian Brody. Uh, from uh, the piano player, the uh, piano player, the piano player, solid actor, the pianist, uh, the village, uh, summer of Sam. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. You know what he's good? I think it's called uh, Predators, or yeah, yeah. It's a a movie that actually takes place on a sort of another planet that the Predators create as a game preserve. Have you seen the movie? I only saw little parts of it, and I heard it's actually good. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it starts off, just to tease you a little bit, it starts off with him free-falling through the air, and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. And that's how they drop them on the planet. They give them parachutes, yeah. they drop them on this planet, and then that's their game preserve. It was almost like, uh, it was their, oh, so they were captured? Yeah, they're yeah. captured and taken from all over the like the, the, like the planet, oh. and they're brought there. Wow. And it's so they're, they go Hunting, hunting for him, yeah. Wow. It's really well done. Uh, Adrian Brody's 47 today. And we all of us agreed that if there is a WMMR movie <laughs> oh, made, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he will play Jackie Band. Has to. Without question. Yeah. Uh, so he's 47. Sarah Michelle Geller. We were just talking, Kathy was, about how annoying she is. <laughs> Kathy hates her. I love her. Just the other day. This is her, uh, this is what uh, sparked that. Yeah. SMG tip of the day. Parents, here's a fun drinking game you can play while you're home. Every time you hear someone yell, Mom, take a drink. No, wait, don't do that. You'll die. Corn tips. So there you go. Corn tips. Kath, I just noticed that she referred to herself as SMG, which... uh, that uh, that you like that? Right that there. goes yeah. in the negative. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I might yeah. be the only Sarah <laughs> Michelle Geller defender, but I'm a staunch Buffy fan. So hey, I can't help it. Jay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. So she is 43 today. Anthony Michael Hall was just on our show. And was, it, it's his birthday today. It was really funny on the Goldbergs. <clears throat> he plays a, a guidance counselor. And uh, throughout the episode, he'll say something in reference to lyric, and he'll pick up a guitar, and Adam says, you, you going to play that? And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, is where you guys are. And for a short time, a member of Saturday Night Live, don't forget. With Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah, it was a terrible time for us. It Sarah. was, it was. He's uh, 52 today. Uh, the great Loretta Lynn. In a cabin. How old? She's 88 today. 88. Phenomenal, phenomenal talent. We just played the Raconteurs with Jack White. Jack White is a huge fan of Loretta Lynn. I think he produced a Grammy-winning album for her. He did, yeah. Uh, You can't underestimate what she's meant to country music. Yeah, and and not just a performer. She wrote a lot of great songs. Or overestimate, I should say. Uh, She is uh, 88 years old today. Uh, hey, it's Pete Rose's birthday. Oh, my God. Finally. Yep. Happy birthday to Pete. He is uh, 79 today. So where at one day he will end up in the Hall of Fame, right? He there's, was, just, there's no way. He was too damn good to not yeah. end up there. He, How did and, he came and, out? And what he did, the things that he did, didn't have to do with his performance as a baseball player. Now, this is me. Yes. I'm, I'm not a sports aficionado at all. You're but a wealthy businessman. I am a wealthy mm-hmm. businessman. But looking at the black and white of it all, yes, he did. He, you know, did what was considered 
very, very wrong and unethical yeah. in the game. But as far as his performance as a player goes, right. it had no bearing on that at all. So, and he was unbelievable. Steve, with uh, all of the stuff coming out about the Houston Astros and right. their rampant cheating, right. you know, leading up to their World Series win... And the, you know, essentially Major League Baseball doing nothing about it, I, I don't think they have any legs to stand on. Do you think that helps pave the way for him? I, I, because because they're basically saying, sorry, we won. Yeah. The Astros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I you know, I don't know. Nick might uh, be able to weigh in on this. but uh, I, I think that the way that they'll, they'll have it hash out eventually is it'll be after he passes, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, think he, I think he belongs in, too. But I think that the... The punishment came down. It was uh, Bart Giamatti made the decision, and it's one of those things where it's so difficult to reverse at this point, or yep. seemingly so difficult that I think that the unfortunately for Pete, it'll be happen. You know, after he passes away, I, it is unfortunate. I think he knows, though, don't you think? That, yeah, that they will that's why eventually. he's going to fake his death. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Allow it, like f- bury a fake body, Dude. and then he, he gets his ha ha. Now would be a great time yeah. to do that too. <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah. So anyhow, he's he's <laughs> Got a little something. Seventy nine today. Uh, actor Brad Garrett. Uh, it's great. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. Obviously, big success for him there. He's on a show uh, with a bunch of divorced parents. I forget the name of it, uh, but it's it's not bad. It's on ABC. He's uh, six- and I'll leave you with that. He's sixty <laughs> today. Uh, actor Robert Carlyle, uh-huh. uh, who was in the Full Monty. He was the lead. He was the the the, the guys the the kid's father in that movie. Uh, he's in Train Spotting. He's been in a lot of stuff. Twenty eight weeks later. Twenty eight weeks later is really good and. I think Jeremy Renner pops up in that. Does oh, wow. he? Yeah, one of his early films. Okay. Uh, he is uh, 59 years old today. And I saved the best for last. Our good friend and Philadelphia native, Rob McElhenney, celebrates ah. a birthday today. Yep, he is celebrating his 43rd birthday today. It was Glenn's yesterday and Rob's today. I forgot about that. You're right, Dave. So Probably do a little on-set get-together if they Maybe have to go to uh, Outback. Around that time. Outback <laughs> yeah. or something, yeah. Uh, Mythic Quest. What's, uh, I, he's got two seasons he's, on that, right? Yeah, Steve, he posted something the other day on uh, Rob did on his Instagram account about uh, writing for uh, season two. So right. it's, uh, production's on hold at this point, but it'll be back. All right. Uh, happy birthday, Rob. 43 today. Let's see if we can get an answer to our stupid question. Who holds the record for the most Academy Awards? One by a single person. 215-263-WMMR is the number. And uh, we'll go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, and how are you guys today? We are doing quite well, sir. Do you know the answer? Who has the uh, record for the most Academy Awards? One by a single person? I sure do. It's that star of stage and screen, and it's his birthday today, Pete Rose. Wow. Oh, oh, no, no. no. It should right. be, though, shouldn't it? It should, but it being his birthday and all that. Because there's nothing. He, he gambled on baseball. Mm. He did not gamble on the Oscars. No. All right. Sorry. Thank you, uh, Mike. We appreciate it. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, we love sure, you. We're sure if you're going to try to squeak in a real answer or not. Let me go to Ken. <laughs> hey, Ken. Hello, Preston. How are you today? Awesome, bud. So who holds the record for the most Academy Awards won by a single person? Um, if it's not Pete Rose, let's go with that Walt Disney. You are correct. Yeah! Hang on a second, Ken. Yeah, 59 nominations and 26 Oscars won. <laughs> We're going to give you, Ken, a digital download for Just Mercy, starring Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson. It is based on a powerful and inspiring true story that follows lawyer Brian Stevenson and his history-making battle for justice to defend an innocent man on the digital movie now and the Blu-ray tomorrow. Actually, what's today? Today, the 14th. You can own it today, by the way. It goes on sale today. All right, so Prince No More as Prince Harry 
sets up his new eco-friendly tourism organization following his official exit from the royal family. He is now losing his royal title and surname. Uh, documents obtained by Us Weekly, Harry applied, register the travelist firm as Prince Harry Charles Albert David, Duke of Sussex, losing the family's Mountbatten-Windsor name. So he still carries all that other crap, yes, but just does. loses that. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Uh, the registra- it means nothing. The registration was filed April 3rd. Yeah, people are still going to know yeah, who you are. Yeah, come on. Uh, a few days after he... Change his Meg- name to Meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> right? Megan Markle. And Meatloaf. <laughs> Officially transitioned into civilian life. Months ago, he hinted at the change, telling people assembled at a travelist event to just call him Harry. Mm-hmm. And uh, the travelist website maintains it was set. Or it, its website maintains was set up to be the driving force that paves a new way to travel, helping everyone explore our world in a way that protects both people and places, and secure a positive future for destinations and local communities for generations to come. Well, that sounds like an interesting business. Meanwhile, conflicting rumors are emerging about Meghan and Harry's new home, and a report in The Sun has them moving into Mel Gibson's old I heard this. Yeah, Mel's not happy with it. I guess so. (laughs) Mel had just gotten the news. He was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's not not happy. The royals are moving into... (laughs) <laughs> he can't take it. He's flipping out. Uh, it was on. It was on the block uh, for fourteen point five million. But sources tell TMZ that the Mel Gibson rumors are false. Okay, so Mel, I guess <laughs> he's losing all that money. Now he's upset. Yeah. He was originally upset because they're moving in, and now he's upset because he's losing out. That's too bad. Yeah, apparently they bought the Tom Sizemore uh, uh, condo, Preston. That's, oh, they're, they're moving into that. Yeah, know, that makes sense. So. Yeah, I'll put you in a rose garden. You. Wow. wow! Wow! That got ugly fast. I wonder what he thinks of uh, of Meghan Markle. I wonder if they've ever met. I mean, you know, he's he's an actor. Oh wow! wow. Oh my God! Easy, wow! Bro. Man, that's that's like that's like old Mel. Settle down just a little bit. So. That's uh, getting pulled over on the Pacific Coast Highway, Mel. Yeah, I guess so. So. And, uh, <laughs> That's when he wants some snacks. That's him in the kitchen. It's time to feed Mel now. Yeah, I can hear. Him. You hear him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some bagels in the refrigerator. No, he uh, would, would he like that? Uh, He's anti-Semitic. Right? I don't know. What was this one, Casey? Hang on. Oh, you're all angry now. <laughs> All right. So it turned out to be false. So okay. No big deal, but it was a rumor. It was false. It's not, Mel, you're okay. It's all good. Uh, Bob Iger is back in the driver's seat at Disney two months after stepping down as chief executive, according to reports. He I'm told, back! told the New York Times a crisis of this magnitude and its impact on Disney would necessarily uh, result in my actively helping Bob uh, Chapek and the company contend with it particularly since I ran the company for 15 years. So he's stepping back into the role because of this. It's a lot to throw at a newbie. Yeah. And uh, they just had to furlough thousands of theme park employees. 43,000 yeah. employees. Yeah. Man, that's a lot. Um, so in the in his weeks following his February 25th departure, the House of Mouse lost $500 million plus from closing the parks alone. Uh, Big-ticket blockbusters like Mulan, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, and Drain Johnson's Jungle Cruise have also been pushed back from their planned bows during the profitable summer season. Uh, Disney also uh, announced that the top executives are taking major pay cuts. Iger's giving up his salary and his uh, 
uh, nominal successor, uh, Chapek, is taking a 50% cut. So they're all uh, trying to do what they can. Felicity Huffman is held in very high regard uh, by her Desperate Housewives alums. Huh. Saturday night, Eva Longoria, Marsha Cross, Vanessa Williams, Brenda Strong, and Dana Delaney staged a video chat reunion uh, to raise money for the Actors Fund amid the uh, pandemic. Stars in the House is a daily live stream series created to support the Actors Fund. Oh, that's exciting, Kathy. Uh, we <laughs> should jump in. We're Desperate Housewives fans. All the ladies are back except for Felicity. She's Where's Fel- Felicity? Hang, stay in, you know, a little yeah, profile. Uh, so, uh, uh, Marsha Cross said, I just feel like Felicity Huffman is a flipping, unbelievable actress. She's flipping unbelievable. Uh, Longoria said, it's hard because we were a true dramedy. We were always a joke, and then that gravity would take you by surprise, and that's what I loved about the show. We got to do two things. But when Felicity had this storyline, she sunk her teeth into it. She had so many questions, and then everything from her look and every scene, she's the actor. Look at the ladies supporting each other. She also said, oh, my God, I was just watching her, and then I'd forget my lines because she was so amazing. We're watching a video clip of this, so... Take a look at all the uh, the ladies here. You I liked Eva, I liked Eva Longoria on that show. I thought she had the the best character, and she's um she's pretty active on social media. She's always posting like workout videos and stuff. Really? Yeah. She was the first. She was the sexy milfy. Um, she was yeah. having the affair. I forget mm-hmm. what the dude's name is now. All over the Hallmark Christmas movies. The landscaper. Right, right. The landscaper. Brenda Strong. You also remember, by the way, in uh, Seinfeld, she was the girl who was walking around with her bra top. On. Do you remember the girl who... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, Brenda Strong as well. Okay. All these cast members. So Long- versatile. Longoria told viewers that she and Huffman still have such a strong connection, adding we've uh, all created these amazing friendships outside the show that are lasting forever. They're amazeballs. Uh, Huffman has kept a low profile since completing her 11-day stint in prison in October of last year for her involvement in the college admission <laughs> scandal. Prison will F someone up, Preston. You know, I mean, she's hard like she's, that. Yeah, she, she came out hard. Mm-hmm. She had her prison tear tattoo and everything. Uh, Good Morning America host George Stephanopoulos revealed uh, yesterday he has tested positive for the coronavirus, but is mostly symptom free. Uh, he said, "I feel fine." Uh, the ABC News anchor said that he'd only had a lower backache and a yeah. briefly reduced sense of smell, so he got checked out. That was it. His wife, however, got whomped, so yeah. he got nothing. And his wife was in bed for days. Allie Wentworth yeah. is her name. She had previously tweeted about having it and said she'd, quote, never been sicker. Yeah. Uh, Stephanopoulos remained on air and had been taking care of her and their children. But obviously that's going to change a little bit. But apparently he's still going to be working from home. So. Occasionally when you're married, you both get like a flu or something or you get a viral thing or you get like a stomach virus. And one gets it less, and sometimes you're like, "You rat bastard." Well, yeah, Rochelle and I, you know, I had the, the yeah, yeah. I had the, the flu a few weeks back, and it took about a week or so after I started getting better, and then Rochelle started getting sick, right? Um, and uh, yeah, and she got whomped a little bit harder than I did. Right, I felt bad for her, so but it can happen that way sometimes. Uh, gymnast Simone Biles is using her quarantine time to dunk on superheroes on Saturday. The four-time Olympic gold medalist took Tom Holland's shirtless handstand challenge, which was compre- uh, com- previously compete- completed by him, uh, and also his uh, far-from-home co-star Jake Gyllenhaal and more on-screen heroes. But she took it to new heights. So they would stand on their hands with their feet against the wall and take their T-shirt off while they were doing that. So you'd have to balance on one hand. She does a full-on handstand, not against the wall, of course, 
and takes her sweatpants off with just her feet. It's amazing. I, it's amazing. I saw it the other day. Yeah. And I was These, like, you've got to be kidding me. They're the most, those gymnasts it's, are the most athletically uh, adept people in the world. It's well, like she's unbelievable. Standing, it's like she's standing on her feet. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. But watch, like Holland did the, the, the putting on the T-shirt thing, which is pretty amazing. But the the um, this year inverted, she's he was. I think he was he against the wall. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, they were doing it against the right, wall. So she's she's free. Yeah, yeah, doing a regular handstand in the air, not yeah. against the wall. Kath, I've actually had a harder time putting sweatpants on regular. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen her? Uh, her, I guess her fiance, his the guy's Jack too, like a complete gymnast. You know. Yeah. There's, There's a couple of moments where she like. Where she can't get in, get them off either, yeah. so she like has to hesitate. And and during that time, I would die. But she oh she's just like just readjusts and then uh, eventually gets them off the left leg or the right leg or wherever they get stuck. And I she's, can't, she's I keeping can't, her balance. I can't even do the thing against the wall. My shoulders are so bad. It, it would just uh, I, I would be uh, I would incapacitate myself. Could you just lay down, down and take your pants off? Now let's yeah. try that. <laughs> <laughs> the new challenge. Yes, the new challenge. Lay on the floor and take. And your we'll pants stand around off. and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. She uh, she was uh, she I got I, good luck yeah to whoever is going to try this challenge but uh, maybe other gymnasts will do it they probably will they're amazing uh, as the nation hunkers down celebrities are becoming their own stylists oh my god this is amazing it is <laughs> good for them do you like how I amp this up uh, Hillary Duff and Chrissy Teigen are the latest famous stars to debut new looks uh, Hillary has chopped her hair off and dyed her natural blonde blue. Ooh, wait a second. This is this a hair update? Yeah, it's a hair oh update my God. Oh my God. without Guys, the what? fanfare. Yeah, how did, dare you? I know you're a uh, committed journalist. Yep. She's now, she's gone from blonde to blue. Ooh. She shared an image of herself on Instagram story. With, I like it. With a simple, yeah. As I like ex- it. As an explanation. That's uh, yeah. I had, I had posted a picture of a turd yesterday, and I just posted yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she looks really cute. Uh, she's looking blood. very Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Joining her husband uh, Matthew Coma on Instagram Live, he said that he did the deed. I also dyed her hair. He said I do a lot of stuff around the house. Uh, the pair then performed "Never Let I You Make Soup," "Never Let You Go" by Third Eye Blind, a song they said they bonded over on one of their first dates together. I don't even know that song. "Never Let You Go," Third Eye Blind. Oh, "Never Let You Go." I'd have to hear it. Da, 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 I, we might have. Da, it. Da, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I got it. He sings the whole song in yeah. falsetto. It actually sucks. Uh, that song. So <laughs> wow, yeah, wow, yeah. It's not even that good of a but song. It's, it's their song, Casey. So their songs in order. I think "Semi Charm Life" is probably the best one. Uh, and now Casey's gonna rate his favorite songs from Third Eye Blind. Uh, Jumper is second. Jumpers at number two. Uh, close behind that is "How's It Gonna Be." How's it gonna be? And then go down like a thousand, and then never let you go. Is there? Go down like a thousand, <laughs> and never. What's the let motorcycle you go? song? What's that one called? Is it called the motorcycle? It's the leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom, vroom. No. Uh, I do like the guitar part though in that that other that tune she was talking about though. Uh, what was it called again? Never let yeah. you go. <laughs> motorcycle drive by case. That should be number four on your list. Okay. Don't, at no, number you make four, your own list. Motorcycle. No, no, I mean, at <laughs> Nick's number four, <laughs> and at Casey's a thousand down, like a thousand down. 
Uh, Duff and Coma married in December and are social distancing with their daughter and Duff's son, Luca, uh, from her first marriage to Mike Comrie, by the way. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and then, meanwhile, Chrissy Teigen... Oh, boy. ...is going makeup-free herself while uh, serving as her mom, whatever her mom's name is, stylist. Uh, she captioned the photo... Learning how to give gel manicures. Kathy, what's a gel manicure? It's just a different type of nail polish that's used. You use the UV light to dry it, and so when you're finished, it's completely dry. You don't have to okay. uh, let your nails sit and dry, and it lasts much longer than regular nail polish. All right, and she wrote, I do a close-up of her nails, but it ain't pretty. So I guess she didn't do a very good that job. Is awesome. Isn't that great? People are grooming themselves. <laughs> like Celebrities are grooming themselves. <laughs> the world's upside down. All right, Marissa got the song here. Hang on. Right, here we go. Yeah, I always like this yeah. little guitar part. Yeah. I like this one. This is all sung in falsetto? Yeah, well, maybe not all. No, it's not. Not that part. Oh, the chorus. Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Here it is. Is that falsetto? Yeah. yeah. I'll never let you go. I think I might have something against him because he dated Charlize Theron for a little bit. Let it go. Yeah. It was for just a moment. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What well, he did to boobies. her. What? He touched her boobies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you hate him for that? Yeah, probably. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about this? Speaking of uh, famous people, uh, famous actresses dating musicians, Kate Beckinsale yeah. has been spotted getting handsy with a Canadian musician by the name of Goody Grace. Goody, I looked him up. He's an odd-looking guy. He's very odd-looking dude. He's only 22. 22. So this is the youngest, right? Pete Davidson, 25. Um, yes. Pete Davidson and Matt Rife were both in their 20s, so... Uh, she dated both of them, but this dude is 22. Jesus. Uh, Beckinsale is 46, and she has been celebrated by some, criticized by others, for her apparent penchant for younger men. Listen, it's it's her prerogative. She totally. likes him young. Go for it. Are you kidding me? She looks awesome. The world is her oyster. Absolutely. Or the world is her clam, Preston, if you know where I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm going there. Mm. The genitals tend to look like a clam. Yeah, that uh, can be that way. Yeah. Uh, Jamila Jamil yes. knows that she is equally beloved and hated on Twitter for her sometimes aggressive stance on everything. Uh, the Good Place star frequently calls out celebs for hawking appetite suppressants, Condemns photoshopping and anyone who disagrees with her. She's a firebrand, that one, Preston. She tells The Guardian, I think I'm less annoying in person than I am on Twitter. I live online as a provocateur. Sometimes you have to say things that are going to piss people off in order to create a discussion. Yeah, I can't stand people like you. Yeah, yeah. What's what? Don't don't be like that. Be like yourself. How about that? Don't. Be like yeah. that. Stop, stop being, being that. that. To quote Mel, yeah. and it is a very Mel day today, you need to stop being that if you can. Uh, i got to find that clip. Right. Sorry, you can yeah. do it, man. Ah, I know some, some of them are at the ready. Other ones you have to dig into the files to uh, to find. But, uh, yes, Mel, stop being that. Stop being Let's see if we have that. that. Now, oh, there now, it is. I found it. I'm now going to wait to hear it. <laughs> It's <laughs> a build-up yeah. of an inhale. 
All right, so uh, she knows she's annoying, I guess. Yeah, we we know she's annoying, too. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. All right, so Demi Moore and her daughters, Rumor Tallulah, Scout, and ex-husband Bruce Willis are quarantining together in style. They shared images of themselves in matching PJs last week. We talked about that. The 57-year-old Inside Out author... And I thought, wait, she wrote the movie Inside Out? No, no. That was the name of her memoir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shared a picture of herself and her trio relaxing in naked cashmere gear. Ooh, I saw the picture. The question is, will he ever go home to his wife? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, how how much longer is she going to go, yeah! So the wife's not there? No. Yeah, it's weird. They. they Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. We, remember? Because last time you had the story, she they posted the picture. Of I know, I and know. Then she but commented somebody on took it, right? the picture, did they not? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, just because she commented on it doesn't mean that she's not there. Mm. I would, I, I would, I have a I hard time believing that his wife is not there too. Yeah, he's got to be living with his wife. He's, there's no he way is. that they're living separately. No, I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, it's Hollywood man. They, they they don't live the same as they're not just like us. Yeah. Okay, except the ones that are just like us. Right. Let's keep that in mind. Uh, he, she also participated in an Instagram live chat with uh, the brand's founder, Naked Cashmere. So, okay, did that. picking up some extra loot, influencing. Uh, let's see what else we got here for you, Kate Middleton and Prince William. Celebrated Easter while touting social distancing. Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down. And the bloody trail. Uh, touting social distancing amid the pandemic. They shared a shot of Kensington Palace in London with the daffodils in their garden in full spring bloom. Look at the daffodils, how lovely they are. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> On the first of us. Easter. A day with the royals on Easter. Let's quickly die. <laughs> All right, so... A couple other quick things. Netflix is reimagining the Korean zombie series, All of Us Are Dead, mm. which is based on the webtoon called Now at Our School. I'm vaguely familiar with this. The series will focus on a group of high school students facing an extreme crisis in which they are trapped in their school where a zombie virus is spreading. How many zombie shows and movies are there now? A quarter of a billion. So you've got to be very... I'm playing a zombie video game for crying out loud. You have to be very discriminating. There is, however, out of South Korea, there is a great zombie movie I can highly recommend. It's been out for a couple years called Train to Busan. Mm -hmm. And if you are in, uh, if you're in uh, the the search for isolation viewing, it is it's an aggressive zombie movie, but it's one that's done really, really well. Netflix is partnering with Lee J Q on the original. By the way. You. By the way, speaking of uh, movies you've recommended and things being turned into series, uh, did you see the Snowpiercer? They're going to make that yes, into a series? Yeah, yeah. You were telling me about that movie. Yeah, so that's uh, the director of Parasite uh, is the director of this. Uh, uh, Snowpiercer, Chris Evans and uh, uh, Tilda Swinton and all of these people are in it. Um, uh, Ed Harris, it's really a solid movie. So think of this. It's this nuclear, it's a dystopian world. This nuclear-powered train that goes on and on and on is uh, just circling the world. It just keeps going. And this is where people live. Right. And there's like farming and stuff. Humanity is basically on this train. Uh, and uh, But there are different societies within the train. 
and with from car to car to car. And so at a, at some point, the people all the way in the back, Chris Evans and the the people who are really the put upon the, the the sort of untouchables decide they're going to start moving forward in the train and see what's going on. I guess, like in in movies, you have to suspend some disbelief. Like there's nobody to maintain the tracks and keep things clear, right? And stuff like that. Like but, they'll blow through. You know, the thing is pretty adept at doing that, but uh, yeah, you do have to suspend a little. Okay. But it is, I thought it was really cool. All right, looks interesting. So they're making a series out of that. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing, AT&T, this is a, uh, a bit of uh, nice news to hear. AT&T is providing nurses and doctors battling coronavirus with uh, three months of free wireless service. And the reason I bring it up is because it, uh, the news was shared on John Krasinski's uh, show, his oh. YouTube series, called Some Good News. I, I love that approach. We so need it. Trying to highlight good news. He launched it two weeks ago, and it's a way to provide uplifting stories. Uh, the offer went live uh, yesterday. By and the I way, appreciate so. he yeah. puts on a suit when he does it. Nick? It was uh, and no pants, by the way. Yeah. Yesterday he was wearing uh, Boston Red Sox boxers. This was the third <laughs> episode, and uh, it's fantastic. You know, he does such a great job with it. Uh, he spent a lot of time in Fenway yesterday, but he really took the time to honor uh, healthcare workers. And it just, it's, it's funny. It's uplifting. Uh, it's on PresidentSteve.com. I tweeted about it last night. It's just, it's great. It's really good if you need some good news and, and a little bit of a, a tearjerker, too. Let's do the clips. Here we go. On ABC's Single Parents, a group of single moms and dads discover what being a parent truly means. In That's this, the Brad Garrett Show. In this clip, uh, star uh, Kimry Lewis, uh, the on-screen love interest of Brad Garrett, offers her advice to real-life single parents. Here we go. Be true to yourself. Let your kid be true to who they are. You can't stretch yourself too thin between soccer games and dance recitals, school and homework. I think the most important part is your relationship with your child and putting that first. Shut the f- Season two of Single Parents returns tomorrow, 9.30 on ABC. And here's the next clip. Kennedy McMahon. A relatively unknown actress has a lot to prove when landing the role of Nancy Drew. And uh, it's on the CW series. And in this clip, Kennedy discusses if she was nervous to play such an iconic character. It kind of comes in waves. I'm such a huge super fan. I've been reading the books and playing the computer games my whole life. So there was an element of it where it just felt right. Then there's moments where it's like, so people really care about this character. But at the end of the day, all I can do is play the Nancy that is on our script pages. Uh, Nell's a fan. Big fan. New episode of Nancy Drew is on the CW, and that's tomorrow night at 9. I would love to see Nell playing Nancy Drew. Stopping, you know, coming to his crime scene. (laughs) What? She's saying everyone stay clear of the crime scene. The Hardy the Hardy Boys would be there in turn. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) She lived in the woods. Yeah. All right. Why is she wearing a fox on her head? Uh, That is the entertainment report for you this morning. We have a lot of things going on today. Uh, I want to remind you that we are soliciting for Preston and Steve's Isolation Idol. We want to see the talent that you're doing right in your home. Are you a uh, a talented musician or one that's just uh, stretching your, uh, your creative muscles and trying stuff out? A lot of people are posting videos of themselves, uh, you know, entertaining, and we want to... Have the ones that have an audio component to them. We want to we want to see how well you sound performing in your home. But we do need a video because we are going to have a video component of this when we eventually go live. So we're taking auditions right now, and it's uh, one person per entry must be eighteen or older. Your talent, send it. You can just go to presidency.com. All the details are there. It's kind of hard for me to explain it all. But the bottom line is, is next week we're going to have a series of performers each day. 
and they will perform live on the air. We will take two winners from each day, and by the end of the week, we'll have a, a group of finalists, and then we'll have you have your perform your talent, and then the listeners will judge, and then we'll have one uh, Isolation Idol winner from yes. that. Yes. That wins $500, so why not? A cavalcated talent. So go to PrestonAndSteve.com, if you will, please, and uh, and send those over to you. I also want to mention the fact that we have a new Daily Rush video up. I haven't had a chance to mention this in a while because everything's kind of been out of sorts as of late. Uh, but the title of this one is called Finger Gum Gum Challenge. So uh, you may want to see this. The Finger Gum Gum Challenge. Uh, it says there's a lot of stupid challenges out there. We came up with the stupidest. And you can watch it now at PrestonAndSteve.com. Did Bill dump out on that at some point? I don't know. All right. I don't uh, know. Sponsor- I think we pushed the boundaries. Sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So you can see that video now. Let's take a break. And later on, we'll talk to our buddy Doug Benson. Yes. And actress Leah Thompson will be on the show. And we have two chances for you to win $500. And MMR's rock refunds. So that's stuff all on the way. We'll be back in a moment. Monday nights at 9, join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for a kick ass concert clip, a live performance, Metallica moment. In conjunction, Metallica is releasing an entire concert recording available for your streaming pleasure right here at WMMR.com. Rock's reigning kings with MMR's nighttime jester, Jackie Bam Bam. Every Monday night at 9. So when dinner's done, break from the TV and rock your smart speaker. It's Metallica Mondays with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. MMR's Rock Refund, coming up, 8 o'clock, chance to win $500, and then again at 10, then again at noon, then at 2, then at 4, then at 6. It's happening, and then 8 o'clock, Jackie's got one as well, so don't miss that. Doug Benson on the show this morning, Leah Thompson is going to join us as well, so we got a uh, we got a full boat today. I would like to start off this particular segment with an apology. Oh, okay. There's a young man who was upset with me this morning. Oh, no. Because oh, of the God, way man. I reacted to a video he showed oh, me. Oh, my God. So. Here we go again. Casey's very <laughs> proud of this thing. And I, I don't want this to happen right now, Kathy, so this is not on me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm going to say I'm sorry, to dude. Casey, I, here, I, I, all right, I'm, I was trying to do the broadcaster part and just kind of have some fun with this. No, I know. But Casey showed a video of me of him dancing to me this morning, and it was reposted by a social media account that he follows, yeah. and he was upset that I wasn't excited about it. And so I was going to say, I'm sorry, dude. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. Casey follows this uh, this Instagram account where people uh, post videos of people dancing to fish music. Now, when they're originally dancing, it's not to fish music. It could be somebody just out on the right, street, right. having yeah. fun, dancing, whatever, and then they put it to a fish song, and I guess the hordes of fish fans all watch this. And, and there are many, obviously. Thousands and thousands and thousands of views. Maybe millions. I don't know. I don't follow the account. Yeah. And so somebody grabbed Casey's, uh, Casey ripped his shirt off yesterday and danced around in the foyer of his house for a TikTok video. I saw the video. I was watching the video. I didn't realize that's what it was uh, predicated on, Casey. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, this isn't at you, but like Kathy's annoyed and then it puts like, I'm I think. annoyed. Yeah. And then it puts like a gray 
uh, you know, you know because, Paul. This, this, yeah, yeah. I think Preston because expressed then like, a legitimate desire to make good on something that yeah. he didn't realize how much it, how cool it was for you, yeah. and he felt he had given it short shrift, and he wanted and, to make good on that. And I'm I'm not annoyed at all. I said, here we go again because. <laughs> Preston is apologizing to you again for something that that he, this happened last week. He apologized for something. And but like the problem here now is I look like a giant baby. And it's like, oh man. Well, you but showed I, it to I, me. I, you I showed it to me. Done. I go, "Congratulations, Case." And he goes, "Man." <laughs> I expect I I don't know why I expected any and, different from and you, then Preston. He, then he kind of it kind of halfway chastised me a little bit. Not chastised, but was just disgusted. Or like, whatever, man. I thought you were going to this and that. He left the studio and I was like, I'm sorry. I, he wants you, know. you to react the way he would react if you showed him a video. Okay. Which, would, and it, it, would, would, which would be with, with absolute glee and he would be happy for me and right. I, I'm a lousy friend and I apologize. So. <laughs> that's good, right, Case? That's, uh, that's, that's a little bit better. That's okay. Yeah. So yeah. He, he just understands. Uh, hey, Case, can I ask you a question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did uh, just uh, did you did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed today? Did you wake up in a bad mood at all, or did no, this put dude, you in a bad mood? No, I woke up in a great mood. He's on Fred the fish side. Yeah, I'm on I'm on fish dance party. I was like, <laughs> you know, and it got sent to me by my buddy Jeff. He's like, dude, you made it, and I was you like, made it. yes, I was like, dude, I made it. Like I've been following this uh, this fish, ha- I mean, this uh, Instagram handle for a while now, and uh, so then Preston put you in a bad mood. It was Preston's fault that you ended up being in a bad mood. Is that what you're saying? No, it was you that put me in. In a bad mood by trying to add to my list of most hated Third Eye Blind songs. <laughs> See, and now he's gonna, now he's going to put it on other people because he doesn't want to say he's mad at Preston. Yeah. He def- <sighs> he's deflects by putting it on me. I get it. Yeah. Listen, I'll say a friend, tactic. a friend of mine. Um, she'll send me when when um, so she's a, a stylist, and so she she'll send me when um, like Nordstrom or Neiman Marcus or Saks Fifth Avenue um, reposts something that she's posted and. It's pretty cool, you know, but for her and her, what she does, that's, that's great. Like that's a part of her, her business is now being justified, you know? Yeah. So I know how to react to that. I just think Preston maybe should uh, learn how to react when. So your issues with Preston. Kathy, you're saying your issues with Preston. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, even if you don't think it's cool, like, you know that Casey likes fish, just be like, wow, that's really awesome for you. Somebody texts and says, God damn it, I get enough of this crap at home with my kids. <laughs> I, Which is I, true. I think it was a genuine, and I think you responded properly. There was a genuine effort to make good on something like, you know, th- these are little things sometimes, you know, like, it's as bizarre as it is sometimes when you'll see your name printed in, like, we're we're media people here in Philadelphia, and yet yeah. you see your name printed in the Inquirer. You go, oh, look at you. And here I am. It, was, um, <laughs> it is the sort of the equivalent for me today of of having my name in the paper. For, there you, you go. Know, oh, it's good to understand that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song that I guess he's dancing to, right? Yes. There is a curse in this. Did you bleep the curse? Okay. And the best part is, is every single time they get to the, the word, they do a a screen capture of my dog's face uh, because my dog is standing in the background like, I don't know what's going on Oh, they on did here. that at it? Yeah, they did that. Oh, edit. that's great. No, I'm not that talented. So there's, uh, if you want to see the video, what would you prefer? People watch it on your Instagram account or they watch it on the Fish Dance Party account? Oh, I don't care. You know, consume it however you want to consume it. Okay. Just, consume. Just consume. Just to bring one more it's thing. It's Casey dancing with his shirt off and, and jiggling around if you uh, if you were interested, if that, if that <laughs> might lure you to it. 
just to add one more thing to this whole conversation, I think Chuck might be a little bit upset that you called Preston your best friend, Casey. No, 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 no. He, no, I know. He called me best friend the other day, and Chuck addressed that off air with us. But he oh, just okay. te- he just texted over best friend at work, huh? Okay, okay got <laughs> So it. now he's saying, oh, really? Oh, really? The, a, a, a best friend, friend doesn't treat you that way. Right. Wow. Apparently. Chuck would have been excited for your video. God, <laughs> speaking about, uh, you know. Uh, the, Drama? The, the texter that, that texted in about right. getting this stuff at, at home. You know, and and we're all dealing with some cabin fever right now. And I have three kids, and I had I had to get in the middle of a squabble the other day Ugh. about who got to put the last part of the Lego rocket together. Oh my god, really? That they were making. And you, you guys bought like a, a billion dollars worth of Legos to, Steve, to kill the time, right? It's, it's a Saturn V rocket. It's oh, huge. It's awesome. gorgeous. It's not as awesome as the one you bought me for my birthday, for my fiftieth birthday. But but of Legos, it's amazing. It's immaculate. And, you know, it was Parker's originally, and Parker was at work, and Carter put part of it together without asking it was okay, and Caroline didn't get to put any part of it together, so she was going to put the last part together, which pissed off Parker because it was his in the first place. So I'm like, okay, let's sit down and have a discussion about this. And I'm not as good as some people are. Like, Casey's good about working things out until you tell your kids to get the F out of your face, which (laughs) has happened before. But I and I same for me definitely. And I started to get angrier and angrier as I'm trying to play referee in the middle over of Legos. Stuff. Over Legos. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so I, I should at some point I should have gone. We're talking about goddamn Legos here. It is so weird the things that are important to children, like the, like the color of things that it doesn't even change the flavor. Do you know what I mean? Like um, I hear you. You know, there are certain things like no, I like the green because I like the way the green tastes. It's it's lime or watermelon or whatever. Sometimes. It's like the color icing, and it's like the color icing does not change the. But that's a classic kid thing, right? Whatsoever. No, so I totally understand this as well. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you want to put the last piece on, okay? You could just take it off, and then all, and then this person can put it back on, or. You know, it's it's so funny. It is. And how important this stuff is. Well, anyway, like what, the fish video. What it's is important, important to you is you go watch the the, the the fish dance party account on Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, well, it was actually a TikTok video. Man, I'm getting so good at that TikTok there, Steve. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Are you? No. Uh, how no, no. Uh, no, that's like my second. Uh, I did two videos yesterday, and I think I might have like five videos total. There are two things on TikTok that you see all the time. Uh, one are people in um, hang, uh, the uh, the wingsuits, which I love. And then the other thing are uh, pre uh, te- young teenage girls making their fathers have heart attacks. <laughs> uh, by the way, so what uh, What was the other video? This video was you dancing with your shirt off. What was the other one? Um, I don't even remember. Uh, oh, okay. Hang on. What did I do? I, I forget. You have I- five videos, I think. The first one's you playing basketball. There's another one of you, like, tearing clothes off. I went through all of them last night because this one that you posted, the original one that you posted before the fish music came in, oh. uh, I thought was really funny. And then there was, there was another one of you, I think a third one of you dancing. Yeah. I had one TikTok video uh, at the Camp Out for Hunger, and uh, that was it. I, got, I guess I have to post some, some more. So it's. I mean, listen, it's it's hard. I think it's difficult to come up with content. Uh, you know what it is, Press? It's a it's a it's basically a dance challenge video. I saw these two people dancing. Uh, when I opened up TikTok and they were dancing, I'm like, oh, I could probably do that. And so what you, there's like a little button that you can click on. And your dog is attacking. And my dog is, I mean, at one point, because the video is uh, is sped up, you don't realize that he is humping me. Um, yep, yeah, right there. He is like full on. <laughs> we're watching this. Yeah, he did get, He did mount you doggy style, oddly enough. Yes, he did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I forgot I had, I had done that one as well. All right. Okay. 
Um, well, I do have some things that I noticed if you Ooh. guys want me to go through some stories here. It's time for another Corona edition of The Noticer. Yes. The coronavirus is any The Noticer notice things much more. Yes. He's Corona noticing. Uh, I noticed, obviously, we've all noticed that uh, traffic has been lighter. It has uh, been. The past couple of weeks. And apparently, the Cannonball Run record has allegedly been broken, but the culprits aren't getting much respect, even from their fellow illegal racers. With roads largely empty, much of the country locked down, a team of three or four racers claims to have made uh, made it from New York City's Red Ball Garage to the Portofino Hotel in Redondo Beach, California, in 26 hours and 38 minutes. Across the country. Now, the big complaint is they didn't have to put up with all the usual stuff that yeah. cannonballers have yes. to put up with. With the lighter traffic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. So, uh, this road and track reported that it beats the record set in November by more than 45 minutes. And a now deleted Facebook post, the team posted a picture of the time and the vehicle involved. It was a 2019 uh, Audi A8L with two marine fuel tanks in the trunk. So they add all that extra fuel right. to make it more, uh, you know, they don't have to stop as often. The team said they set off on April 4th, uh, the day other drivers had pl- uh, had planned to a no-holds-barred cannonball race that was called off due to uh, the pandemic. Uh, the team did not disclose the average speed. The drivers who set the previous record said they averaged 103 miles per hour. That's average. <laughs> average oh 103 God. miles an hour. Wow. Other 26 racers, hours. Other racers slammed the team for targeting the uh, cannonball record during a national crisis, noting that it was not only in bad taste, but the ac- an accident would have created more work for stressed emergency services. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, the official cannonball Instagram account... Uh, said the record had, quote, no value because of the pandemic, and it devalues the difficulty of the exercise. Uh, the record, it, it continues, says, says the record is twenty seven twenty five. end of story. Uh, but John Fakara, founder of the uh, 2904, another unofficial race, said those who are bemoaning the run as uh, a hit to the cannibal legacy have it wrong. He said, how do you tarnish something that's illegal and that the general public already hates? <laughs> okay. All right. So he says that uh, that it's legit, but some are um, disputing that. Nick? So I, I have not been doing a lot of driving. I actually went for a drive last night just to get out a little bit. But um, Casey and I were talking last week, and, and Kathy, I think maybe you mentioned something as well. And I've definitely noticed it on the text board. That even though traffic is lighter, that even though there are fewer cars on the, cars on the road, that people seem to be driving more aggressively uh, and and are kind of like bigger jerks out on the road right now. And I don't. That's just anecdotal. That's no, just some I, that I, coming, I, but I I could I could back that up. I think that I've noticed more. I think what's happening Nick, is there's a perception that they, like we are uh, living in lawless times. That police are less right. likely to pull you over. That there's going to be less traffic, so you can take things uh, to the next level. And I've noticed a lot more aggressive driving. It's it's weird to see accidents and uh, stuff occurring when there's so few cars on the road. But there are there are, and I think a lot of it has to do with people just getting sort of uh, adventurously reckless. Mm, it's quite possible. Uh, I noticed this other story. It was from notice. Notice this story. It was from uh, Crayola. Crayola, <clears throat> the crayon maker. Of yes, course. and uh, of course we have a Crayola factory not too far away. Absolutely, but you got to get them inside when it rains, or else they get wet. Yeah. <laughs> That was from years ago, Maryland, when it was Preston, Maryland, and Steve was wondering if the uh, there was a bad storm coming through, and uh, she thought they were going to close the crayon factory uh, because it was raining, and we're like, what? what are you talking about? 
Uh, so the brand is giving unique names to all 16.7 million colors represented in the 24-bit color space, and they want your input. So you can actually name... How many available colors? Colors. 16.7 million colors represented in the 24-bit color space. We're talking about actual crayons or um, computer? This is is just color in general. Color in general. And so they want names, and then if maybe if they like names, they'll take that particular exact color and uh, give it a name and make a crayon out of it. So you go to colornames.org and make an entry. Your creativity may be rewarded with a color officially named by you. Uh, There are some rules, though. Uh, the name you come up with has to be descriptive. It cannot be offensive, and you can't use a corporation name either. I have a question, noticer. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, have you ever heard people refer to them as crayons? No, crayons. Crayons. I've heard a couple. Yeah. Of- oh, Crowns pronunciation. Crayons. Yeah. Crayons. Crowns. Crayons. Just crayons. 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 Crayons is what they're called around here. Crowns. Yeah, crowns. Crowns. People will say. Uh, Stop being that. Yeah. I've always said crayon. Yeah. Crayon, crayon yeah, is the way I've always known. But then again, <laughs> according to text messages, people don't like the way I say Legos either. So it's supposed to be Lego. Lego. Then, that sounds too much like Lego my ego to me. So that's why I don't say that. I say Lego. Well, no, it's. I think it's the plural. Like it's, there's no plural of Jedi. Jedi. Right. Plural is Jedi. So the plural of Legos or the plural of Lego is Lego? Yeah, people have given me a hard time. I'll say Legos, and they're like, oh, no, shut up. it's Lego. Oh, yeah. no. The, the word Legos was said a couple of times during that conversation. Is there ever a time where you can say Legos? Like, would it be, like, if you made it possessive? Yes, the Legos hat is very interesting. Uh, okay. okay, all right. Uh, so Lego is plural of Lego. Yeah. All right. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, well, I've it's been using Legos too long. Crap. Um, you know, people just like to get their panties in a bunch about all sorts of things. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you know, not immune to that as well. So, all right. like, um, like the fish video. Like the fish video. And, you know, people say hot water heater. I think I said, uh, I was talking about uh, lawnmowers the other day, and I said like a zero point turn. And the test, text message was, it's not point. It's just zero turn. There's a point in there. <laughs> <laughs> The damn break. Uh-huh. Oh. Somebody's at home with the kids in the background arguing over it, finishing the Lego thing. <laughs> we need to, you know what, people, I, and I think there's a lot of this right now, obviously because of the unique conditions that we're in, we, people should create their own rage rooms at home. <laughs> yeah. You know, in your garage or wherever yeah. it may be, or maybe we should have a mobile rage room that we can drive around that, you know, only one person drives and only one person can get in at a time yeah, and make yeah. sure it's no touch and clean and all that stuff. But you can get in and just beat the living piss out of something just to make you feel better. Just to tap off that excess energy. Oh, God. People are reaching the breaking point. Yeah. Especially uh, over Lego. Legos. So, Legos. Uh, so you can suggest a name for crayons or Crayola brand crayons, which, by the way, Crayola is the brand. Right. Uh, you can suggest a name for... Who else makes crayons, by the way, besides... There are other, there are other, pla- and, and they're lousy. That's they're lousy. They, yeah, yeah, they must be suck. complete crap. It, These the ones, are the best ones. Kathy, like the ones you get with the kids' meal sometimes. Oh. That are kind of like wax, like the wax. wax based. Yeah. yeah. It's like somebody took bad. wax and put, you know, food coloring in it. Go it to takes hell. the fun out of coloring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, they have to be so inferior. I've never seen any other type of crayon but Crayola. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't give any names. Yeah, yeah because I don't know. it's uh, it's that name, it's that ownership. Like um, Pud. 
like pud. Pud. <laughs> no, like jacuzzi. You oh, know, yeah, it used cr- to it used to be that. That's a an actual uh, brand. brand name. Yeah, yeah. It's not a oh. yeah, like a band aid. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Same type or of thing. Kleenex. So, so crayon. Yeah. Yes. Xerox was right. one as well. Where or everybody water or water or pud. <laughs> Yeah, I, no other brands. Well, are there? I guess there are. Crazy Art. Crazy Art sucks. Uh, <laughs> Imperial. Uh, sucks. Play, play School. Play School, I knew. Oh, yeah. And yeah. look at them. If you're looking Ball at... Ball Sack Premium Crayon. You're looking at the packaging of all of oh, them. Oh, it's basic. And they have all copied off of Crayola. They, yes. They're all yellow. Every stinking one of them. Simil- yep. Similar color packaging. Yeah, yeah of course. Why not? I mean, they, you know, uh, Crayola is, is the leader, so they're going to try to copy them. Anyway... Uh, there are. You can suggest a name for any of the 16.7 million colors on on the spectrum, uh, even ones that uh, even ones that others have already submitted names for. The site allows for visitors to cast votes on entries, and if two names are suggested for the same color, uh, the one with more votes will win out. So, if so it's you, been your dream. You can do that. You will. Ha- you will have the bragging rights of saying you named a color. Yep. And nobody will believe whatever that, that means to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> will it get you laid? No. Uh, colored. <laughs> You try. Imagine you pull that one out at a bar. Hey, yeah. guess what I did? You know what I did? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like? Yeah. Do you like the color brick? Yeah. Came Mor- up with that. Came up with that. Morning well, Sienna. That's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I started the uh, effing bull s during Money Money. I started that at the what si- year? Um, probably 1987 ish. Wrong. Wrong. 86. Yes. <laughs> you were at the flashpoint for that. Yeah. You created yeah, it. In fact, in fact, Casey, I went to I went to spring break 1985 in Daytona Beach, and people were already doing it then. Because I, I remember s- that was the first time I heard it. Okay, I started doing it without ever hearing somebody else do it. First. Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> it had to have been it had to have been me during the December seventh <laughs> speech. All right. Anyway, uh, if you're interested in naming a color, you can go to colornames.org. All right, something really random. Something really random for the noticer. Yeah. Who's been noticing an hyperdrive? I have, an, and I noticed this through the eyes of Steve Morrison ah. because he sent me this story. The eyes of love, basically. Tetraphobia. Remember you sent me this? Yes, I did. Tetraphobia. The fear of the number four. And it's pretty firm, too. It wow. is legit. That's it my is, favorite number. It is a superstition found most often in East Asian areas. Uh, for example, China, uh, Japan, Korea, and Taiwan. The Chinese word for four, pinyin, sounds very similar to the word for death. So that's why. Chinese people uh, take care not to use the number four during important holidays. Yeah. Or if someone in the family is sick. Such numbers. Sick. Sick. Such sick. numbers such as 14. That tw- word opinion scares me. 24, 34, and so on are not used because they also have the number four in them. Building. Matt Cowper. In these uncertain <laughs> times, try not to use the number four. It makes me sick. <laughs> Buildings sometimes do not have floors with these numbers. It's like us with 13. Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly it. Apartments and hotels do not have rooms. What do they with... yell when they when they hit a, a, a drive in golf? That's a good question. Uh, they, they, hotel rooms and buildings do not have 4, 14, 24, and so on. Isn't that wild? Uh, table number that. 4, 14, or 24 may often be left out in wedding dinners or other social activities in these countries. Uh, where they where there are a lot of apartment buildings, buildings uh, 
that should be 4, 14, or 24 are called 3A, 13A, 23A, and so on. So they have no problem with the 13, but 4 is doing it for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and they're really committed to it. I mean, they avoid it at all costs. In fact, in Hong Kong, some apartments, uh, such as Vision City and The Arch, do not have the floors from 40 to 49. Oh they knock gosh. out an entire group of 10 floors. So say you're a, you're a businessman in Japan and you come home and you see you walk in and there's a, a full running car engine in your living room. You would have to say, what's that three? What's that three instead of what's that four? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it'd be bad luck otherwise. Uh, so, it le- so immediately the, above floors 40 and 49... Uh, above, I'm sorry, uh, 39F is 50F, <laughs> leading many who do not know about tetraphobia to think that some floors are missing. I, I didn't realize how prominent and pervasive this was. In fact, the Chinese start uh, numbering their military aircraft with the number 5, such as the fighter plane, the uh, Shenyang J-5. It was the first one of that series. The Taiwanese and the South Korean uh, natives uh, do not use the number 4 when giving flag numbers to their ships. In cities where East Asian and Western cultures come together, like Hong Kong and Singapore, it is possible in some buildings that both 13 and 14 are left out as floor numbers because of the West version to the number 13. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they're, they're steeped in tradition and, and uh, legend, and the cultures definitely are very much affected by that. But the number four, it blew my mind. Huh. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the whole number 13 thing I find just... Silly! If you if you literally are if you're if you're looking at at you know on a plane <laughs> yeah. row numbers and there's no thirteen yeah I'm like come on man yeah we really believe this Tom Segura has a nice bit about that in his uh, latest uh, Netflix special just any anybody with any sort of superstition especially the the number thirteen uh, he takes issue with. When there was a there was a guy on the promotions crew before you guys got to MMR when I used to work in the MMR army and uh, Chuck will remember him. his name was Stan and he had OCD in a really bad way um, but you couldn't say certain uh, things around him including the words left lose and a certain number I don't remember what the exact number was but if you said any of those words you then had to correct it by saying right win two two would erase the bad number and it was it was very odd behavior as as you can imagine but like you he would he would freak out like he would kind of go into um. Like a panic, a, a, a panic, yeah. So, a, so a, like he, almost a panic attack. So you, everyone was was everyone sort of um, uh, you were made up aware. to speed. Okay, so that if if by accident that slipped, you had erase words to correct it. Yeah, and he knew it. He was well aware of his own um, shortcomings when it came to this. Right, and he was v- very open about having OCD. <laughs> but it was it was words or seeing those numbers written in like we oh it was five it was five because he would always freak out. When we would drive past the 555 building off of City Avenue. Wow. It's the wrong building to be near. Right? But when we would drive past it, he would have to get out like a phone and type in 222 or or say the number 222. It was was really interesting. um, Were there other compulsive behaviors that he would do? Yeah, the, the like washing of hands, and and there were other OCDs. Well, that was his time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, the what 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 I remember most was right wind too. Wow. Uh, all right, so if you were giving him directions somewhere and he had to make a left, would you have to say, "All right, make the opposite of right"? At that, you would, Casey, you would have to say things like "make three rights," and uh, you want to go up, and then the, don't you know, hang a Louie or whatever. Like you would tell him. Wow. He would, would he never even make a left? Uh. If he did, he would have to correct it in his brain somehow. Like lefts were bad, okay. lose, lose, losses, that kind of thing, and the, yeah. and the number five. Yeah, righty, tidy, righty, loosey. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Everything is yeah, as yeah, tight yeah, as yeah. it could possibly <laughs> <Right>. get <laughs> all the time. 
All right, uh, I noticed another thing. Then we, we're going to have to take a break here. More from the noticer. <clears throat> He's been backlogging all sorts of things. I have lots of stuff, actually. Lots of stuff he just said. What may be the world's oldest piece of string? String! Made by Neanderthal humans from bark about 50,000 years ago has been unearthed in a rock shelter in France. So it's made of rock? No. Oh. It it's a, rock string. It was in a rock shelter. It oh. is a tiny fragment, just over two-tenths of an inch long. Da, 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 da. But the discoverers say it shows Neanderthals had extensive knowledge of the trees it was made from and enough practical ability to make a string that would hold fast under tension. Huh. Analysis of the discovery was first released in the journal Scientific Reports. It is the first time that a string or cord attributed to Neanderthals has been found. Did they use the string to tie their ponytails? Uh, and it suggests no. It suggests that uh, they used <clears throat> other ancient technologies that have since rotted away, from basketry to clothing to fishing gear. Well, that's a level of complexity we did not know about. Exactly. It also suggests that Neanderthals, the archetypal uh, crude caveman, yeah, were smarter than some people give them credit. for. What about their espresso machines? Um. Those, their, their Dunkachino machines actually worked. They worked, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they ran on pterodactyl semen, but it was uh, still great. Paleoanthropologist uh, Bruce Hardy said, <clears throat> they spotted the string fragment attached to a small stone tool found in the Abri du Matas rock shelter in so- uh, southeastern France, which is o- was occupied by Neanderthals. That's pretty amazing. They're, they're finding out that <clears throat> the, um, the, the, you know, they were just um, always perceived as this sort of uh, very backwards and... Now yeah. we're learning that there was a lot more that they were capable of doing. That they had, uh, yes. They wore uh, suits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was about four, until about 40,000 years ago. Before this, what's thought to be the oldest string was found in Israel huh. and made by early modern humans, Homo sapiens, at about 19,000 years ago. So this is a, uh, this goes way back for Oh, is that Neanderthal string? I'm a Homo sapien. Uh, the tool from France was a sharp edged flint. Used for cutting, and the string could have tied it to a handle. Hardy said, "Doesn't it blow your mind when they're that that level of antiquity that something that old string, yeah. Neanderthal string? Yeah, the the fragment of the string uh, only just a fragment was left, but it was enough to be looked at with an electronic mic, an electron microscope. So I guess they could see that there was actually weaving involved, right? And that's uh that's a pretty big deal. Not unless it was just a Neanderthal fur ball that they spit up." <laughs> <laughs> and somehow or another, it had weaved together inside their uh, their intestines. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So I just thought I would share that. Just another thing I noticed. And String from the Neanderthals. What will he come up with next? We'll have to find out on, on another edition of The Noticer. Stay tuned. All right. We need to take a break because I want to make sure that we have your chance to win some money and that you have uh, plenty of time to do that. So at 8, as close as we can. Uh, can get it to that time. You don't want to screw around. We are going to have your uh, MMR Rock refund word, so stay close. Got bizarre file stories aplenty on the way in just a moment. And also, we got a lot of guests I'll tell you about when we get back, too. Stay there. We'll be right back. While we wait and wait for live concerts to return, MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's a struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I knew you. If you didn't know. 
and Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepard. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and streamed directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let's do the uh, the rock refund case. If you could give me the uh, the sounder here, I will uh, give people the word, and they might get themselves five hundred dollars. Ninety three three WMMR. Now your rock refund keyword. The word you need, and the word worth five hundred dollars right now is safe. S A F. E, all right, safe. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do that. You can do it through our text, all right? There's a special contest short code number. It's 45911. So text the word safe to 45911. Or if you want to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, our company, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com, and it's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Seven chances to win each weekday. Don't forget, we're doing it right now, but also again at 10, noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. The word is safe. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil manufactured on-site along with leaf, co- leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works sells to residential and commercial markets with delivery and pickup available. Visit mulchthis.com to view all products or call their helpful staff to place an order. Well, a surprise outing in a fighter jet unnerved one defense company executive so much, he accidentally ejected himself while flying. That is awesome. At over 320 miles an hour. An investigation into the debacle in France has found. So this happened in France. The 64-year-old civilian. Just don't pull that lever. Got the most most unwelcome ride of his life after the force of the takeoff made him float off of his seat, causing him to stand up and involuntarily grab the ejection handle to stand to uh, steady himself. Dear God! Investigators found a series of errors in the lead up to the incident, including uh, ignored medical warnings that the passenger should not undergo the three point seven g's of force generated by the takeoff, and loose seat straps that allowed him to float up. He also lost his helmet while being ejected. So there was a whole lot of things that went wrong. He could have died easily. Uh, The man had never expressed any desire to fly in a fighter jet and had no previous military aviation experience, investigators said. Get in the damn thing. His heart was racing at between 120 and 145 beats per minute beforehand. The flight had been a gift from uh, colleagues, and the man felt he couldn't (laughs) refuse. Uh, The man ejected himself when the two-seater Dassault Rafael B jet reached about 1,300 feet. Just seconds after setting out from an air base in northeastern France. Do they have footage of this? Not that I saw, but uh, his parachute deployed, and he had a relatively soft landing in a nearby field, avoiding serious injury before being taken to the hospital. I can (laughs) see my house! Now, the pilot prevented himself from being automatically ejected, too, and was able to land the plane on the runway despite the involuntary departure of his passenger and the loss 
of the cockpit canopy. That's insane. When I flew with the Blue Angels, in case I don't know when you when you flew with the uh, Thunderbirds, but uh, the pilot goes, okay, uh, he goes, I'm going to arm the seat now. Right. I'm going to arm the ejection seat because they have to. Yes. And he says, That's what you, you have know, it there's for. black, uh, yellow and black striped handles. He's like, don't touch that. If there's an emergency, I will take care of this. But whatever you do, oh do God. not touch it. It's essentially a bomb that yes. shoots you out. It's what blowing you out of the cabin. I yeah. mean, you can um, lose limbs from... Uh, yeah. The, I had to go through... I, the day before I did my flight, I had to go down to the base and go through hours of egress training. Yeah. Just, it was training on just on how to pull the, the lever. <laughs> you remember what happened safely. to Goose? Yeah. Oh, man. Lost him. Hit the canopy. Killed him. All right. Uh, Let's see. What else I have for you? The coronavirus lockdown has led to the suspicion, uh, not suspension, the suspension of a controversial Czech Easter tradition where men whip women with a switch made of willow branches to ensure fertility. Wow, that sounds awesome. It is an Easter Monday. Who wouldn't love to have that situation going on? They're supposed to lightly whip. Uh, It (laughs) is an Easter Monday ritual of pagan origin popular in rural areas. It's lightly whipping. Men go door to door singing a ditty and whipping women's legs and buttocks. They are rewarded with painted eggs and shots of plum brandy. And Casey, they sing a, they sing a third-eyed bly song. Oh, no. <laughs> However, for many Czech women, the ritual is far from harmless. Uh, uh, Ladka Burova said it hurt like hell. Uh, she grew up in Prague rather than living in a village. Yeah, there they go, dancing. Hey, everyone, get ready. <laughs> we have our switches. We're going to hit your buttocks. Uh, even as a child, she said, I felt acute embarrassment as the heavy-handed symbolism, which is you're giving men eggs, your eggs, to stop them from being violent. It wasn't. It just wasn't right. It's it's the wrong message to send. It can be seen either as a quaint rural custom with roots in pagan fertility rituals or an unacceptably sexist reminder of the power of the patriarchy. They do the same thing in Meepos. Uh, but they had to pass on this because, uh, you know, uh, the coronavirus. Yes. Uh, on Easter Monday, male villagers spend the morning going from house to house, whipping the village women as the brandy-fueled morning wears on. Their ability to administer any kind of physical punishment is somewhat diminished, by the way. Steve, on Meepos, did they do that before or after the Dance of Joy? <laughs> before the Dance okay. of Joy. All right, this is right out of The Wizard of Oz. A house in Georgia was literally picked up and dropped in the middle of the road wow. during severe storms. They had this just the other day. Uh, reporter Tom Reagan uh, found the house early Monday morning in Upston, Upson County. He said in his 30-year career, he's never seen anything like this before. And around the back of the house, there were uh, two feet sticking out, Preston, <laughs> oh, yeah. that curled up, and they went over to They should crazy. They should have taken a picture like that. They should have done that. <laughs> Uh, the house was blocking Trinity Road for hours before crews moved it out of the way. The sheriff's office says no one was inside when the, it was lifted to, in the air. Uh, Deborah Daniels initially feared the worst for a couple renting the house from her and her husband. It was the craziest thing we've ever seen. Uh, she believes that it was a tornado that damaged the home. Uh, she said, I was with my husband all of a sudden the rain and I woke up and said, wake up, wake up. It's true. It sounds like a freight train. Uh, Daniel said it took part of the roof and chimney off her home as it uh, churned over the trees, cutting them like a hedge trimmer. Power lines were also down in the process during the storm, but it literally picked this house up and dropped it in the road. It's crazy. But and they the survived. House, and the house is intact. Yeah. It's wild looking. A would-be burglar's screams to help for help could be heard from a rooftop as he struggled to escape a pipe that he had wedged himself in while trying to break into a business in Houston. 
The unnamed man was allegedly trying to break into a building. He apparently got stuck sliding down the pipe and began yelling. Could have killed him. He's Absolutely. lucky it didn't happen. A witness in the area heard the man screaming and called 911. Uh, the witness, Oscar Ramirez, said he said somebody was texting him from inside. He said somebody was chasing him from inside. When fire crews finally arrived, it took them 45 minutes to pry the man loose. He was later turned over to local police who say he was attempting to break into the building. The suspect was later laid on a stretcher and taken to a local hospital where he is in stable condition. So they're saying, like, in Manhattan, uh, theft, residential theft, has dropped dramatically, yep. while uh, commercial theft has gone as skyrocketed. Oh, kidding. Nobody's No one's there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That is your bizarre file. Yes, Case. Hey, can I do I just want to do a quick shout out. Sure. Uh, I have uh, uh, my, my favorite teacher of all time. Her name is Ms. D. She was my sixth grade teacher at OLPH. Ms. Uh, D. <laughs> her sister's name is Anne Marie DePolice Salucci. And she wanted me to give a happy birthday shout out to her husband, Mike. Mike Aww. Salucci. Today is his birthday. He is a huge WMMR fan. Uh, he actually met Pierre at a Who concert, and Pierre ended up playing his workforce block. Uh, he is a huge fan of uh, MMR, the Preston Steve Show, and Pierre Robert, and he is going to be absolutely flabbergasted. Do that we we're give giving... him the works then? Do you want to give him yes, the works? We, yeah. we can Do give it, him man. the works. All right. Fired up. All right, here we go. All right. Oh, wait. No. That's got to be turned on. And oh. here we go. Yeah! Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. All right. <laughs> Mike Salucci. Uh, you have about five minutes left to enter the word safe. Our uh, keyword you need to use for MMR's rock refund is safe. So make sure you get that over. You have until 15 minutes after the hour. We want you to win that $500. If it doesn't happen now, stick with us because at 10, we're going to do it again, my friend. And also, if you have a talent and you've been performing in your home, we want to see video of it. And we want to find out if you're... Good enough. If you pass our audition process, then maybe you can perform live on the President Steve Show next week. It's called Isolation Idol. People are making videos of themselves performing. We need something audio because we're radio, obviously. Um, Casey does a dance. We couldn't do that no. on the radio. It's talented. It is but talented. you can't hear anything. Uh, so let's see what your video is. Send it over details to WMMR. Or, I'm sorry, PrestonandSteve.com. And uh, maybe we'll have you on the air next week to perform live. And we'll go through a judging process each day. We'll choose two finalists on the final day. We will have our audience vote. And the winner's going to get $500 in cash. Honestly, we're revered in the entertainment industry for our insight and our ability to pick out new talent. By the way, I'm, do I have just a second to mention yeah, yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, speaking of, of talent competitions, I don't really watch them. No, I hate them all. Last night, I was just, the TV was on. I was doing some work. And I hear this person singing. I guess it was on The Voice. Okay. There's this kid who is 14 years old. Right. And Steve, I think he's like the country version of Rick Astley. These, this skinny, young, white dude who's got this huge baritone voice really? coming out of him. I, I'm like, this can't be real. It so, so blew me away. He looks like he's, you know. You were looking at him. He's he looks like, like 80 he's pounds soaking wet. And the dude's got this monster voice on him. So huh. you think um, a, a gimmick or perhaps a long-term capability? Oh, I think he's got the gift. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely got the gift. He's and he, it was, he was singing more soulfully than his years would you would think allow right. him to. So Sometimes, every once in a while, they come along. So maybe we got one of those out here now, man. Maybe. Is this it? 
No, this is just regular Rick, oh, Rick Astley. Astley. I, uh, maybe I, there's a budding Rick Astley yeah. amongst us in the Delaware Valley. I was relieved when you said maybe it was the voice because I thought maybe you got caught up in um, Listen to Your Heart. The, oh, my uh, God. When does that come last, on? It was on last night. Last night. It's, it started last night. These are I recorded the, it. This <laughs> is the, the Bachelor, but with singers, right? Sing a love song with someone you don't love is no fun. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Oh, it's the I, best. I, I got to see that. All right, anyhow, sorry. It just uh, when I was mentioning the talent competition, I got I, I forgot that I saw that last night. It was pretty wild. All right, we're gonna break. We'll come back. Don't forget, Doug Benson is joining us. Leah Thompson will be joining us. We got stuff to do. Make sure you stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity on demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Steven Singer Jeweler is still shipping fast and free as safely as possible. Whether celebrating mom or celebrating life, they're there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Doug Benson joining us in a little while. He's got new remote-style episodes for Doug Loves Movies. We're also going to talk to uh, Leah Thompson. She will be along Around nine thirty ish, we have a couple. We have some pieces of audio that we haven't gotten around to. We have a ton of audio, actually. Yeah, we do. I don't know. There's, now, there's a whole bunch from the Tiger King and I, which I don't know if that qualifies as spoiler. If you haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. it. Yeah. I don't think so. I watched yeah. it last night. How is it, yeah. Kathy? Uh, wait, the Tiger King and I is with um, Joel McHale. Uh, Joel McHale. Yeah, yeah, I do watch it. Um, it, it was good. Like, it, it's an update, basically, like, what we all said. Like, wh- what are they doing now? Where are they? Is anybody still working at the zoo? It didn't right. go really too in-depth. Um, I thought they were, we would get, like, more information out of them. It wasn't really. It was sort of just, where are they now? Well, let's maybe play one clip. I don't want, I don't want to, you know, play well, a bunch of them. So okay. I would like to hear one little tease of it, though. Uh, of the lot. Let me see as I'm looking at a couple of different ones. Um and there was really only one person that's still working at the zoo. Well, really, so, so Jeff Lowe. Well, Jeff- other other than Jeff, who who owns it, one of the guys that um, I forget his name, the guy that we liked. Well, there's there's two actually. There, so go with uh, Jeff Lowe saying that um, he's contradicting the idea that uh, Joe Exotic was set up. Uh, All right. So it says here Joe's not a villain, or Joe Exotic deserves to be in prison. Yeah, go with that one. The Joe deserves to, to be, be in, in prison. prison. All yeah. right, so here we go. You guys saw all the videos that Joe was posting. Joe was his own worst enemy. I mean, he should have gotten up on the stand and testified against himself because those videos where he's shooting Carol, hanging Carol, blowing Carol up, Joe didn't get set up. Joe killed the tigers. He admitted to killing the tigers from jail. They were they were beautiful, healthy tigers that he called over to the fence, and he shot him in the head because he needed the cage space. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's Jeff Lowe's take on it. And and the um, uh, uh, Saf, who we talked to, uh, said he doesn't think that that Joe should remain in prison. Like he said, you know, he was a bad guy. He did some bad things, but that he doesn't deserve to be in prison. Well, there is a, a clip if you want to play of Saf saying she okay. was uh, he was a, a little stunned 
uh, to learn that the attack footage was used in a training video that they did for other really other people going to the zoo. All right, here we go. Now, did you watch the actual footage of, of the attack? I have, over and over, yes, sir. There was a time and place where we actually used it as a safety video. Did they ever give you any money for that? <laughs> I mean, we didn't even have any further of a conversation than this should be the one thing people need to see before they decide if this is a career move they want to make. Okay. So this is more just a follow-up. Yeah. Now, there's something that came out today, a sheriff talking about who is in the area. He says he's investigating Carol Baskin's husband's death, but says she's not the only person of interest in that case. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. We have audio of that? Yeah, Yeah, we do. This is, here we go. I'm extremely suspicious, but not just the fur. Of this whole, this whole, this whole circle here, extremely suspicious. Like I said, I I don't want to allude to the fact or insinuate that she's our person of interest and this is who we're focusing on. I'm not comfortable saying that yet. Okay. And there was uh, a special on last night. I think that's where that audio came from. Well, TMZ was it? it Was yeah. TMZ also did a special. Now everyone's jumping on board. So they Mm -hmm. had uh, the whole TMZ crew doing the Tiger King uh, deal. So Mm -hmm. and everyone's coming to that trough to feed. Kath, I thought Joel McHale was kind of a little bit of a jerk uh, during that thing. I I don't know what your take was on that. No, I didn't think he was a jerk. I think he was just trying to be funny. Like, I would have liked a little more information, whereas he was asking, like, hey, did you know Joe had, uh, or or, uh, Jeff Lowe, you know, do you really have that many leather jackets? You know what I mean? Like, I I felt like it was a wasted question. I would have liked to know a little bit more real information. Yeah, he was, like, making fun of people to their faces. Right. Like, that's what he did, like, the talk soup stuff. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. All right, but yeah, that's on the list. I got to maybe watch that today. Um, by the way, a face group, a Facebook group is uh, formed uh, to break uh, Joe out of jail. <laughs> uh, and apparently, as of yesterday, there were sixteen thousand people signed up for a May fourteenth Facebook event called "Break Joe Exotic Out of Jail." They can't stop us all. Okay, so th- is this similar to the storming area? Oh, uh, very. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that was mm-hmm. well, and and somebody in that special said that. Uh, Joe is actually like heading this from prison and having some of his friends on the outside create these Facebook pages. Of course. Why not? Well, uh, Rick uh, Kirkman, the guy who was the original sh- shooter of all that footage that, you know, that was part of the, the Joe Exotic series, says he firmly believes Joe is going to die in jail. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, I definitely want to watch that. Uh, it continues on. Um, there's a, a clip that Steve sent over this morning. I love it. Uh, I, I'm I'm becoming more and more. Of, I already loved Matthew McConaughey, and now he's just uh, with with everything that's been going on. He's been posting some really good stuff. The uh, the video of him and his family playing bingo with at Senior Center. So, so cool. He's the being very very positive at the outset. You yeah. know, he yeah. put out a really positive video as well. And now he's come up with a character called Bobby Bandito. <laughs> okay. Where he shows you how to make uh, COVID-19 some masks yeah. to wear. Makeshift. Uh, exactly, how, out of household items. But the production on it is great. He's wearing they, like a like a, a uh, like a banded hat. Yep, and he's out in the woods, and he posts up a wanted poster that says COVID-19 on it. <laughs> and, uh, and then these shots are really close up on his face, and he's playing this cowboy character. <laughs> And it's pretty funny, so let me let me play the audio for you. I'm bounty hunter Bobby Bandito, but you can call me Bobby B. I see a tight time we catch this killer, because we got more living to do. Here's how. 
So you lay down your favorite bandana, unfold it like so. Get your trusty coffee filter that you had on the go. Get your two rubber bands, fold them over like so. Grab a hold, and you're good to go. I love it. I love it. It's great. And it actually is pretty Bobby easy. It's the, it's the easiest approach to doing one of these things that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like he uses a coffee filter. Is that something that yeah. they're telling people to do? Well, he's doing it. Bobby Bandito okay. says to do it. Yeah, he says grab a coffee filter. Grab a coffee filter, yeah. Oh, he said yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. All All right. Right. Let's, let's relive that. I see a tight time we catch this killer because we got more living to I love the sound effects, too. Here's how. So you lay down your favorite bandana, unfold it like so. Get your trusty coffee filter that oh. you had on the go. Get your two rubber bands, fold them over like so. Grab a hold, and you're good to go. He's one guy mm-hmm. who's uh, who's whistled s's. I don't mind. Forever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure sounds cool. That's the Texas. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's right, man. I love it. We're just used to it at this point. Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. That's um, awesome. There's another thing that popped up, Preston. You didn't get to mention it in the uh, in the entertainment news. But Smurf fans lost a a major actor. I don't know if you saw Danny Goldman, who was the voice of Brainy Smurf. No. Passed Aww. away, yeah. I don't even remember Brainy Smurf. Uh, Brainy Smurf. He had the glasses. He, yeah, he was smarter than everybody. Oh. Real. I remember Papa and yeah. who is the girl Smurf? Smurfette. 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 Thank yeah. you. God. Slut Smurf. Slut Smurf. <laughs> Uh, well. No, so Brainy Smurf died. Brainy Smurf, and we have an audio, uh, kind of a montage of some of Brainy's greatest dialogue. All right, here we go. You can never be too careful, I always say. Precisely why I brought this umbrella. Better safe than sorry, or to phrase it in more common terms. <laughs> no sense grumbling lazy. Papa Smurf says we Smurfs have to pull together as a team. After all, a little hard work never hurt any Smurf. Okay. It's uh, a little like annoying. Steve's intern's bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's oh, right. Okay. <laughs> what does Ben say? Well, actually, we should all escape. Because we're all blue. Smurfs are, uh, they were kind of after my my time. Uh, the first time I saw them, I actually had a friend of mine. His name was Paul. Right. His family was, fr- they were French. His parents were straight from France. Right. He was born in the United States, and we were about like in fifth grade, I became friends with him. And he had, they were a French, they, they, right, they, right. they hailed from France, so he had oh. Smurf books that I had never seen before, and it wasn't until years later that the actual, that they hit America. So I was like, oh, that's yes. that thing that I saw over Paul's house. Smurfs were like right in my wheelhouse, man. Were they? Uh, were you, oh, you yeah. big into them? Uh, yeah, Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was definitely a Smurfer. Um, and uh, that was my Saturday morning jam. And, you know, I would start basically with the, with the Smurfs. I can't remember even what came after that. But what's interesting about the Smurfs is that... Um, they're, they were real. No, uh, that their <laughs> names were their personality, and basically that's all they were is what their what their personality right. was. Right, uh, like Papa Smurf was not that, and Smurfette wasn't that, but like Brainy was only Brainy Smurf. Right. He was only taciturn Smurf, stupid know it all. Not a stupid know it all, but like a know it all. <laughs> and then like you know Vanity Smurf, he was all, all he was was vain. He had no other levels or layers to his character. Right, there was just one thing: vindictive Smurf. <laughs> yes, right. Right. right, right. Abusive Smurf. Well, that was like the strong guy Smurf. Nick, what was alcoholic that Smurf. Uh, I don't remember, but I do remember that uh, they were in in French. They were called Les Schrumpfs, and I got uh, that right in a trivia question one time. So I, I uh, and I think Preston, you had that as a stupid question one morning. But Les uh, Schrumpfs, Les Schrumpfs, yeah, and and they they're still huge in France. I, I think originally oh. it was a Belgian. Uh, cartoon, but uh, but drawn and written in French. Wasn't okay. Tintin a uh, a French yeah. creation as well? Oh, okay, Steve, the, the 
the first time I went to France, I was 13 or 14 years old, and we went to some amusement park, and part of the amusement park there was Tintin-themed. And I had no idea what Tintin was, but that was like the – that's like Charlie Brown in France. Yeah, Tintin was a very uh, – sort of I liken him to Johnny Quest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was disappointed when the Smurf movie came out. I, I, a, it came out way too late for me. But right. B, you know, the Smurf land, like where they lived, was awesome. And then they, they put them in, like, our land, you know, in, in America. They ruined it. it. Well, kind of. Yeah, it was like it was neat. They lived in these little mushrooms, and, you know, Gargamel was... was yeah. Uh, I mean, they brought Gargamel over here as well, but... Um, it was Hank Azaria, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Katy Perry was Smurfette, if was I she? recall. Yeah, okay. she was good. Yeah, yeah. A huge rack, I remember. Yeah, By my, the way... Uh, I'm sorry uh, to interrupt, uh, Steve. Somebody had said that, that Brainy, the guy, the, the guy who had passed away, yes. um, his he was in Young Frankenstein in the beginning. He's the uh, uh, the student, I guess. That's ap- asking oh, the one who asked about uh, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. Yeah, he was a character actor. Then I do know him in other things. Very, very talented guy. What were you going to say, Case? Didn't uh, interrupt you. Well, so I can I can actually um, sort of timestamp when the Smurfs were big. I was in first grade. Because my reading group in first grade, we called our, we got to pick our own names, and and my reading group was the Azriels, okay. and that was Gargamel's cat. So okay, yep, nice. Uh, there was another thing I was. Oh yeah, yeah. So Marissa, if I, going back, we're just playing some audio clips right now. Um, I'd mentioned before the break that I, I just happened to be watching The Voice. I don't watch that show. And there's some kid who had this voice coming out of him right, that away. should not have been coming out of him. That's the thing. It wasn't that the guy's got a good singing voice. Coming out of somebody in their late 20s, I would go, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This kid's 14, <laughs> skinny as a rail, this little, you know, pale white guy. And he, uh, let, I'll let All you right, hear. Play, yeah, I'll right. with Angel Caesar, Roadhouse Queen. Makes Texas Ruby look like Sandra Dee. I want to love her, but I don't know. I honestly thought it was fake when I was first watching. Oh, really? Yeah. You got to see it along with hearing it. And right. Go, you go, because it just sounds it's a, it sounds like an adult singing, yeah. but to see, I guess that picture of the kid that yeah. was up on the screen, it looks like he's nine years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm watching American Idol right now, and they're down to the top 20, and so it's supposed to be going into, like, America's Vote now. Right. And uh, I don't know how they're going to do this. So, last... Is it the most talented year ever? Is they're hyping it? <laughs> you know what, Steve? It is the most they talented. Have, they, <laughs> is they, it they, true? Uh, they just said that. Um, <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't care what the judges say. I just like <laughs> listening to people sing and, and good voices sure. and stuff like that. But they're one of the finalists. There's a guy named Louie. I mean, technically, he's from England, yeah, but has been living in Balakinwood for like I don't even know, like the last five, six, seven years. I think he went to either like Lower Marion or or and one I, of the prep schools around. So how is he? He's great. He's really, really good. Kinda. Did he make uh, Lionel Richie cry on his plastic surgery? Mm, no, uh, <laughs> I think he made uh, Katy Perry cry. Oh. Um, but he he's a really good singer, and, and you know now I'm rooting for him for a couple of different reasons. A, he's a good singer, and then B, 
He's from, from Ballard Kenwood. He's from this area. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, right around this area. Right wow. around. I mean, so I don't know because last the last Sunday and then next Sunday they're basically they they've repackaged footage that they already have, and so they're not doing a current competition. It's more like a hey, see who our finalists are. Yeah, so they I must have halted production, right? They had to have because like it's yeah. now going into. The live show. So I wonder if this guy is is home right now, or if he is if he's in L.A. Tough part, uh, England. I was always beaten up, and then I moved to America and I found a place called Ballasinwood, <laughs> and it's like home for me. We're looking at video. Of this Katie looks so much better since her hair has grown out. Really good. So much better. Well, yeah. she's glowing now. Preston. She's prego. She's yeah. glowed up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, real quick, a phone call. I need to go to this. Uh, apparently, I think Jamie says we gave. Is Jamie uh, male or female? Female. I think Jamie says we gave her something. What? Really? Yeah, let me go. Let me go. Hi, Jamie. Are you there? I am. Hello. Hi, Jamie. Did we give you something? Hmm. I think so. What did we give you? Five hundred dollars. That is the scream of a happy woman right there. And a lunatic. Jamie. No, she's not lunatic. Uh, she's winner of MMR's Rock Refund. That's though. awesome. We know that. Jamie, where are you from? Redding, Pennsylvania. In Redding, nice, excellent. And uh, Jamie, Hello? what uh, are you are you working these days? You know, normally I say, what do you do? But right now, some people aren't doing anything. What, yeah. what do you What do you got going on in your life? I am actually still very lucky. I am working, and I'm supposed to be at work in the next 15 minutes. Oh, all right. Well, you better get a move on. Well, listen, five hundred dollars add a little spring in your step today, won't it? Of course, and I won it with you guys, President Steve. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations, Jamie. We're very happy for you, Jamie. Have have an awesome day, and thanks for listening, okay? Thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much. I listen to you all day at work, and it gets me through it. Oh, thank you. Love it. All right, let's hear for Jamie. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Love that. That's number one. Let's make it number two. All right, we're going to do it again at 10 a.m. Number two, like poo poo. Uh, we'll be at 10 a.m., so listen up for your chance to win uh, with uh, MMR's Rock Refund. Hey, um, now this is a this is a tip for you. Yeah. There's a corona tip here yes. for you. all right. Uh, <laughs> unless we have other audio that we need to play. COVID-19! We do have some audio <laughs> if you want to hear the NASCAR guy effing up. Oh. Uh, okay, you want, you want to do that, and then we'll then we'll have a tip for you. So uh, he made the mistake. He's on. He's doing the eye racing. He's an actual NASCAR driver, and they actually have spotters. And if you have watched the footage of what's going on, it looks like an actual race. Nick, you commented on how authentic it looks when they're doing this. Yeah, you sent a video a week or two ago, Steve. Yeah. I thought it was from a live NASCAR race. So they're sitting in their contraptions and they're doing the eye racing, and the guy's sitting there and he's talking to he believes his spotter. But he doesn't realize that when you're hooked up on these things, it's being broadcast to everyone who's watching the race. And uh, he let and uh, the N-word slip. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can hear it. And I'm I can see it. You can't hear me? Wow. <laughs> Kyle, you're talking to everyone, but Yeah, we heard that. Oh, damn. You cannot just... Uh, oh, Yikes. And the, are those other professional racers? Yeah, yeah and like a, like a spotter that he would use, I guess, in yeah. an actual race doing, doing the, hey, by, by the Wait, way, buddy, we heard that. What was the context? I missed why he said it in the first place. He was just, he was wondering if the guy could hear him, and then I guess he just blurted out he thought he was either A, being funny or whatever. He, he was having headset issues. Right. He, right. He, he, he didn't know if they could hear him, and I guess during a check of the headset, he said, can you hear me? Think, and then thinking that nobody could hear him, he said that. Yeah. 
And I guess he was using in the context of like um, uh, an offensive name you might call someone a friend, like "Hey, effer." You know, right, right. Like that, but he decided to head down uh, the Yeah, that's path. that's the one word you want to use if you're not sure if you're if you're not sure the yeah. mic's right. That's the one to go to because that's the safe one to use. Right. And then he issued an apology. All right, do we have the apology? Yeah. 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 All right, here we go. Yeah, I just want to say I'm sorry. Last night I made a mistake and said the word that should never, ever be said. You know, there's no excuse for that. You know, I wasn't raised that way. It's just an awful thing to say. And I feel very sorry for my family my friends, my partners, the NASCAR community, and especially the African-American community. You know, I understand the damage is probably unrepairable, and you know, I own up to that. But I just wanted to let you all know how sorry I am. Uh, and so they suspended him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, But it's funny. It's almost like you, you, now at this point you have like an out-of-the-body experience. Yeah. I don't know what that guy was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I don't. Hell, who's raised that way? Mm. Do you think? I, I don't think he'll make it back from this. I, um, I, who knows? I think he will. Yeah. I think sensitivity training and stuff like that. And, yes. You yeah. Know, you know, uh, cooking classes. <laughs> but it all depends on the sponsors. It yeah. all depends on the sponsors and how much pressure they get put on, uh, you know, uh, if he tries to come back. Sadly, yeah. though, it, what, it occurred at a time when there is virtually no sports going on of well, any kind. So iRacing qualify. There's a lot more focus on that now. Yeah. Uh, you know, this might have been a, more, a little bit of a blip. But it's national news. There has been more controversy in two weeks of iRacing than there has been in... Uh, because you saw Bubba Wallace. So last yeah. week or mm-hmm. a little over a week ago, Bubba Wallace quit in the middle of a race. Yeah. And then his sponsor dropped him. Blue Emu said, we only sponsor racers, not quitters. And then We don't stink, him. but you do. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. Yep. So we'll see. We'll follow along and see yeah. what ends up happening. But he's, he's been, uh, yeah, he's been dropped uh, for now. So we'll see by the sponsors. All right. So this, I have a safety tip, Steve. This All right, is, let's this, hear it. This is pretty important. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Poison Center has set up a 20%. Uh, they've seen an un, a 20% increase in calls related to household cleaners amid the pandemic. All right. So people are being more clean, uh, not only for safety's sake and, and the virus, but just cleaning up around the house. Yeah, okay, honestly, we're doing likewise. I, I cleaned out my garage the other day. We're, you know, I straightened up the basement, did some things that needed to be done. I bleached my anus. You did that. Yep. Well, this is where you need to be careful with that, Steve. 71% of Americans are concerned about access to household cleaning supplies as well. And as a result of empty shelves in the cleaning supplies aisles, more people are mixing chemicals to attempt homemade cleaner. Oh. Don't do that. I know you had an I issue. Had a, I had a personal experience years ago. I thought, well, <laughs> if Ajax powder is powerful and Clorox is powerful, mix them together. So I'm going to tell you what you get if you mix certain household oh, okay. <laughs> uh, chemicals together. Yes. Okay, and you'll be surprised uh, at what results you get. I have anecdotal evidence. Uh, This is from Dr. Chris Hoyt. Uh, He said, if you actually read on the label about the chemicals, if people follow the instructions on the label, nowhere does it say that you should mix those chemicals together. In fact, mixing certain common household chemicals can have toxic results. Toxic results. One of the more common ones, he said, we get uh, calls about people mixing bleach together with ammonia. Yeah. It gives off a gas called chloramine gas. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it can be irritating to your eyes, to your nose, and your throat. And too much of it can cause difficulty breathing. In some cases, people may need to go to the hospital. So, never ammonia and bleach, okay? Now, 
another toxic combination is bleach and rubbing alcohol. That, which I did not know, will create chloroform. Oh. Okay, so I, there was one point that I had mixed some stuff together when I was a porter at Dunkin' Donuts. That's what we referred to me as. And uh, so it was like always in the morning, 75-year-old and above, sitting at the counter, having their donut and their coffee. And uh, I mixed it, and I remember I nearly killed the entire room. They were all like, what, what is in that thing? I can't breathe. And it was Ajax and bleach? It was Ajax and bleach. Yeah. Uh, so you can make chloroform. Uh, from <clears throat> bleach and rubbing alcohol, which is a chemical often depicted in movies on but, a rag covering someone's mouth and nose to cause him to lose consciousness. But by the way, that's what they were telling me to do. You know, you make it extra powerful to really clean uh, clean the tile. But you also, I think, uh, a few months ago, talked about how chloroform does not do... It doesn't what... work like it does in the movies where right. you just hold it up and they pass out. Apparently, you got to do it for a long time. And it's very dangerous. By the way, if it gets inside your system, before you go whipping up a batch of chloroform yeah. at home, if it gets inside your system, it can cause a lot of issues and permanent damage to your nervous system. So don't do that. You don't want to do that. No. This is a this is a guide of what not to do. Vinegar is often used as an at-home cleaning remedy. Uh, the majority of things are, are surface cleaner we use. Yeah. Vinegar, I mix in uh, some lemon and water, and that's what we, we don't buy chemical spray stuff. We, so, just, we use vinegar. Okay, and that's safe. Yep, and so that's fine. However, when you mix it with bleach, it releases toxic chlorine gas fumes. Uh-oh. And if you've ever come in and Kathy... You and Casey have worked in uh, as as lifeguards. Oh, yeah. You ever yep. have too much chlorine? Yep. And it's like you go, you know, it's, it's hard to breathe because it's taking up the space of the oxygen. Yep. But yep. does it really get those counters clean? <laughs> uh, but of course, yeah. shiny. Um, he said a lot of people will do it in bathrooms, and bathrooms are in closed spaces, oh, and geez. so the gas builds up in the bathroom, <laughs> and it's concentrated because the area is small, and then people start to get symptoms. But everyone, th- I'm sure the, the, the common thinking is, well, if this is cl- this is a cleaner, and this is a cleaner, it's double the cleaning power. These are powerful chemicals, yeah. so you want to be careful with that. So, yeah, if you don't want chlorine, vinegar, and uh, bleach, don't do that. Uh, hydrogen peroxide and vinegar makes uh, parasitic acid. Which is corrosive and toxic. By is that the way. like what the aliens bleed in those movies? Yeah, it's a lot like yeah, that. Yeah. So Wait, uh, vinegar what, what and was hi- the two? hydrogen vinegar. peroxide and vinegar. Okay, because those are the two things that my mom cleans with. Now I don't know if she oh mixes God. them. I guess not. But um, those are the two her two cleaning items. Tell her she's making parasitic acid. Okay. In addition to accidental poisonings from mixing chemicals, poison control is also getting more calls about people intentionally ingesting chemicals to try to keep. From getting COVID-19. COVID-19? Come on! So you don't do that. This, uh, Kenneth blew the COVID away. You don't need to do that. <laughs> That's right. I got rid of it! With my COVID-19. breath. COVID-19! COVID-19! With your bad breath? COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said people are calling in with questions about doing things like ingesting bleach. Yes, don't do that. And other cleaners because they think that this might either protect them from getting the coronavirus or the COVID-19. COVID-19! Or if they have it, it could treat the coronavirus. So this is the kind of stuff you think when you're a kid, that if you mix toothpaste and mouthwash, you'll cure leukemia. Like, yeah, I could do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so don't, dr- if your chances are, if you're using it to strip paint 
don't use it as medicine. Yeah, probably a good idea. So, yeah. Good tip. Somebody texted it in that there's a lot of ammonia in cat urine, right? Which makes sense. So uh, they said that you shouldn't use uh, Clorox or bleach to clean out cat litter because it can mix with the cat urine oh. and create a similar effect to what you were just talking about with ammonia and, and bleach. Preston, does that make sense? I don't know. I've yeah. heard and, and read, and I do it myself, um, to not use any cleaner in the cat box. That when you clean it, you just um, spray it, it out, out with water. With water. Yeah, okay. that's what you do. So when we, we – and we have – what do we have? We have 13, 13 boxes, I think, of, of cat litter. Yeah. We, so and when we do, uh, so every month or two months, uh, what we do is we get the litter out and then spray it out with wow. the water. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna wrap up there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but a long lost trend is on the line. No He's way. been very busy. We haven't heard from him in a while. Yes. That's totally understandable because he's been quite busy, as Steve was saying. Yeah. You hear the music. Oh. You know the man. Box 29, Penn Medicine, Dr. Mike Sarigliano. Dr. Mike. Good morning. Oh, my God. Listen, you have no idea, my friend. (laughs) I have a bit of an idea. (laughs) When when this is done, I'm going to party like it's 1999. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's just... And then I... I love all of you, and I hope you're well and you're doing okay. It's just been uh, – I've been ready for deployment, and every day, you know, we didn't know which way the curve was going, and uh, and I've had a couple of people on ventilators. And, and anyway, uh, so, I, you know, I, I'm a listener. I'm a P1. I listen all the time. <laughs> yes. And the bleach thing just pushed me over the edge. You right? couldn't take it. You can't do that. What the <laughs> heck? I, I've heard so many things over the last couple of weeks. It's it's unbelievable. The, the, you can't. You'll die. You cannot hey, do. That. What's the most moronic thing you've heard uh, <laughs> during this? Uh, if if you if you can think of one in particular. Uh, let me see. Well, there's a million conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, like the the five five G thing yeah. is, is. Oh no, that's a, real. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the whole. Uh, I, I mean, there's just a lot out there, and and then there's a lot of people that just get get bad information. And, yeah. And they 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 just. Uh, uh, and and everybody's been anxious and 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 concerned and panicked. And so so would you say you you're not likely to find very usable medicine at Home Depot? <laughs> well, you know, you want to hear something? I got some uh, personal protection equipment at Home Depot. Yes. You know, one of the one of the things when this all broke, I I knew because of my my thing with Fox that that uh, that things were coming our way, uh, and and uh, so they had some goggles there and uh, some some of these uh, disposable lab coats and 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 I didn't get all the N95s were out. You know, there's more N95s <laughs> in supermarkets that I've seen than in the intensive care units at Penn. Yeah, I, it's it's unbelievable. I don't know where the, everybody got them. Uh, but there's there's been uh, shortages. But so uh, I, I was able to uh, protect my staff. We, we we have some supplies and some unbelievably uh, gracious, wonderful, amazing, loving patients have come through, uh, like your wife, Preston, who mm. who uh, got some um, uh, some, PPE stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's unbelievable. But um, people need to. Look, the bottom line is we're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. Good. Um, and, and that curve, and, and I, I guess it was, what, three weeks ago, uh, Steve, that we, we, we kind of, the, everything was hitting the fan. We were shutting down. Tight. Right. And and we talked about this curve and, and the fact that if we overwhelm our health care systems, we're going to be in big trouble. And 
by the grace of God Almighty. I didn't get deployed yet to an ICU because people are staying home doing what they're supposed to do. And if we keep doing that, we're going to get through this. Yes. And that's that's the that's it's, it's been an amazing thing. It's the most amazing thing in time of my in my career in my life. I've never seen anything. Mike, we do want to talk to you at length uh, about this soon, but you caught us at a bad time. We got to take a commercial break right now. Uh, so. I just wanted to. I didn't want you to think I uh, left you for some country and western. <laughs> no, no, we we, we love you, and you, you. The advice is don't drink Clorox. Yes. Uh, if you'll end up in an ER with people with COVID nineteen, and then you will get COVID nineteen. Okay. All right, so. We don't want that. Love you. Right. Love, love you, love you love Dr. Love Mike. You. He's the man. I'm telling you, but we need to we need to speak at length with him. And we don't have time to do it because we got a break and uh, we already had scheduled our buddy Doug Benson. Yes. So we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. And then uh, roughly an hour from now, another chance to win $500. So listen up. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, is our guest ready to go? Yes, yeah, sir. he is. Excellent. Look at um, him, man, all punctual and everything. I know. I know, and it's early. He's in California. In a dystopian world, the sun sunrise is, to the top. The sun is not even up yet. Uh, so, But let's get him on the line, see how he's doing. Maybe too early for Wake and Bake. I don't know. Uh, our good friend Doug Benson hey. is here with us this morning. Hey, Doug. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for getting up early, man. Thanks for making me get up early. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Casey, and you were kind of going back and forth. You're like, 6 a.m., man. Yeah. Jesus. But, you know, we appreciate the love. I honestly, I honestly don't mind, uh, you know, getting up early, especially for you guys. But, um uh, it's just that I don't live alone. My girlfriend isn't really, uh, you know, she's really not that into doing morning radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, how long have you guys, have you guys been, uh, residing together? Uh, it's been about, uh, I think right around the anniversary of like two years now. Ah, okay. okay. So you have somebody to quarantine with, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, you're, so that, you know, that, uh. It, it, is she a fan of all things herbal, as are you? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. How how could you be with someone who wasn't? <laughs> Would that be an absolute deal breaker for you? Oh, yeah. I tried I tried that, you know, a few times uh, being with somebody. It's okay to be with somebody who doesn't smoke, but somebody who doesn't smoke and then also has even the remotest amount of judgment about me smoking, I, that's not going to work, you know? Yeah, I don't see how it would. You, you'd constantly feel like you were being um, surveilled. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, so she's great, and uh, but she also, you know, just didn't have any reason to be up at uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time today. Mm-hmm. So I, I notice uh, you, you do a lot of your videos on your uh, on your Twitter, and when you're, you're doing stuff and just cutting in, you're, you always seem to be in your kitchen. Is that your, your kind of broadcast central for you? <laughs> you know, it was until the pandemic, and then it became official. <laughs> <laughs> it has a very sort of... Um, at home feel, which I like. If you saw SNL over the weekend, uh, Tom Hanks did his monologue from his kitchen. Yeah, and that whole show was uh, a, a terrific example of the kind of entertainment we're going to be stuck with for the next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's several, it, several it's, months. That's the 
one great thing about, uh, or there's a lot of great things about radio, but one of them right now is just that you can just do the show, essentially do the show you you pretty much have always done, you know, because uh, TV is just ruined by the fact that every every single uh, shot has to just be of a person in their home. You know? Yeah, we've got like uh, Kathy and Nick are at home; they're on the air with us right now, Doug, and they can you know you can talk to them and they can talk to you. But it's uh, you know we've minimized the numbers a little bit, but yeah, very little has had to change uh, as far as radio goes. But yeah, TV completely different story and comedy. I mean, you, you and you're going to be doing. Doug loves movies, a la this type of thing, right? With a, uh, uh, I don't know if you're using Zoom or FaceTime or what. Yeah, Zoom is uh, the the venue of choice for Doug loves movies for the time being. We've done uh, two episodes that way, and um, you know we'll we'll continue to make them for as long as the uh, you know as long as everyone's shut in. Hey, we had uh, Ken Jennings on our show just for a brief moment last week, and he was going on and on about uh, about being uh, in the contest. About uh, you know, and and he was really complimentary to you about how serious you are. In I mean, this isn't like all right, let's just kind of whip something together. Like you, you do take this serious. Your 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 game show. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, as seriously as a game show can be taken, I, I do. I. Uh... I, the reason I, I, you know, have a movie trivia podcast is because I just love movie trivia and uh, and hate going to like pub quizzes and things like that. So, uh, you know, just to be able to put on my own trivia show is uh, is super fun for me. Yeah, he's and he's sort of an anomaly, Ken Jennings. Obviously, he's you know the 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 goat when it comes to Jeopardy, but uh, he he accrued a lot of his pop culture knowledge. Directly through watching trivia and pop culture game shows, because a lot of what he was experiencing was secondhand. Apparently, he would watch a lot of Armed Forces television when I guess his family or his dad was doing was overseas. I think in Korea, in South Korea, thankfully, and uh, and doing stuff um, that required him to be over there. And so, in his formative years, a lot of his earlier pop culture knowledge was not from actually watching the shows; it was from hearing questions about the shows. So he's kind of an amazing character that that's how he got his knowledge. Yeah, it's just it's insane what what he knows. And then, but then when you're just talking to him, or when he's a guest on your show or my show, he's 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 witty and interesting, and doesn't sound like a you know a complete spazzy nerd. <laughs> hey, Doug, with this the way that you're doing uh, the Doug loves movies. Uh, is it easier to wrangle your famous buddies for something like this than say, you know, you have to be in a city where they are, or you guys all have to get together somewhere a little bit easier to pull the names together? You know what? It's funny. I've been relying mostly on my friends who have been asking me, you know, Hey, can we do something on the internet during this, this time? And, uh, so I've been relying mostly on that because, it sounds like a great idea to, uh, you know, to reach out to somebody right now because they, you know, they really can't say no. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they can't say I'm, I'm too busy. But the problem is, on the other hand, if they do say no, that's a really hard no to have to take. Yeah, especially yeah. when they say I can't do it. I have to be in my living room at that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Other things I would rather do than, than talk to you. <laughs> 
when there's absolutely nothing to do. I had so to, so, so we understand. Yeah. I, we, we've talked. Obviously, I think we we are the ones that helped broker the Michael Giacchino connection with you. Correct. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That uh, you know, through you guys, I was able to meet him and then uh, have him on the show. And then now, every once in a while, yeah, he makes a uh, witty retort to one of my tweets. Uh, uh, it's great. He knows. He knows his stuff. He's obviously again. He's like you. People who are in the business who love the who love movies, who love the minutia, who love the trivia, and all of these you know secondary things. Right now, though, I have to imagine. The Doug Loves Movies construct, um, because there's so much content now on streaming services and stuff, the length and breadth of the knowledge base has increased exponentially. Do you find do you find it harder? Uh, you know, or is, is does, has the game become more difficult because there's so much more to call from? Uh I think the games have become more difficult for people in general because, uh, like you're saying, there is there's almost there's way too many. Uh, you know, uh, I'm glad it's Doug Loves Movies because if it was Doug Loves TV, there's you know there's a thousand shows streaming right now uh, that are would be impossible to uh, keep track of. What about movies like like The Irishman? You know, or, or movies that they go directly to would would a, would a direct to Netflix movie? end up in Doug Loves Movies? Uh, well, it does. Um, you know, that's the uh, a world we live in. But even uh, I've had, you know, little arguments on the show every once in a while about uh, something like an HBO movie because, well, you know, that means it's made for television that it's not a, a you know, a theatrical movie. Uh, so we've gone back and forth about that sometimes. But now... With Netflix and every, Amazon, with every place making their own movies, we just have to call them movies. If they don't, you know, break them up into episodes, then they're movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Is there um, something that you normally wouldn't have uh, given your time to, but under these circumstances, being in a lockdown, you actually are like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And either A, was uh, surprised, delightfully surprised, or, you know, B, Okay, yeah, this is as bad as I thought it was going to be. I've had a hard time with uh, feature-length films, like just just picking one and starting it. Because there's, first of all, with uh, all the services uh, with uh, cable and Disney Plus and all this other crap, uh, I can, there, you know, there's too much to choose from. Yeah. Remember when you used to go to Blockbuster Video and just walk around for a while and not be able to decide on something mm-hmm. and then give up? <laughs> It's like I just do that mostly. I just mostly scroll through and see all the options, and then I just end up settling on uh, binging, you know, watching a, a TV series because uh, I just uh, it's weird. I, I I used to you know uh, love to just watch movies and TV all day long. You know, I could just do it without a break. But now I, I need a reality break. I need to like stop and you know wallow in the news for. <laughs> You don't want to miss any of the excitement, yeah. You don't want to be diverted from the from the the tallies. Uh, but but I know what you're talking about. It used to be such such a joy of going to um, going to the video store. You know, you'd have your selection. You'd walk around. And, Will this make the cut? Well, am I, should I watch this? Yeah. And uh, it, you're, you're right. And that that's part of the process. There's such a massive amount available that it makes it that much more difficult. So a lot of times I'll end up. 
you know, it, okay, I, I'm just going to watch this to get this out of the way because I've been, you know, this has been sort of living in my wish list for a while. What 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 recent movie to uh, embellish on Casey's question? What recent movie is is a current you must see in the Doug Benson realm? Well, after I've been going around and around discussing this with people on Twitter, that I just I I feel like uh, I I don't want to watch the movie Onward right now. Right. Um, you know, because it's Pixar and because it's going to be like a real button pusher as far as like, <laughs> like, like on a normal day, I probably yeah. the movie. Uh, so I just worry that like, and I also feel like it just feels more like a, a lesser Pixar to me. Like I also be disappointed in that it's not up to their usual level. Well, C- Casey and, and Kathy thought it was Good, but we had Kevin Smith on, who was echoing what you're saying. He was just a a crying mess throughout of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that's. Uh, I think it's just too emotional for for you know what I can handle right now. Yeah, I cried. Yeah, yeah, oh, did I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I thought was uh, surprising? Um, and listen, it's it's not um, uh, it's not like uh, the Godfather or anything like that. But I enjoyed. Uh, Sonic, I did. I thought I thought um, it was fun. James Marsden was fun, and I thought Jim Carrey was great as the villain. And I don't know if you've seen it, if you've been reticent to watch it or, or what. But uh, you know, if you're looking to check out for about an hour and a half, two hours, uh, I would recommend that. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that little guy <laughs> running around all fast all over the place while life is moving so slow. <laughs> I don't listen, man. I, I watched that movie Mandy because uh, you talked about it uh, when I was on one of your your podcasts not that long ago, and that movie was I thought very very difficult to watch, but I thought the payoff, the last half hours, I think worth the uh, the you know the hour and a half journey before that. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I just don't know what to recommend to people or to myself uh, at, at this point in time, you know, and, and maybe I should just. You know, just watch onward and just have a good cry. Just get it out. You yeah, know? cathartic. Yeah, but I let it out. Doug. I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about because I, I do it uh, all the time. I'll go to Netflix and I'll I'll just surf through it. I'm like, no, nah, there's nothing here. And then I'll go to Amazon Prime. I'm like, uh, nothing here. And now you have the two more outlets with the Disney Plus and the Apple um, uh, Plus as well. And so I did all of that, and then I ended up. And this is on Saturday night. I ended up watching National Lampoon's Vacation on Hulu. Like you end up watching a lot of retro stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I'm yeah. doing that as well. Well, that's what I do. I go to the comfort food. If I'm surfing around for a bit and I can't find anything, I'll even just see what's on standard cable that's already on. Yeah. I'm like, I like that movie. There, I'm, I'm, it's halfway in. I'm, I'm, and now I'll settle in. Yep. So, but, but I, it's like comfort food. You yeah, know? Doug, they were having a Pam Greer. I think it was on Epics, like uh, coffee and. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, the the great black exploitation movies, and they had a whole bunch of them, and they were just wonderful to watch. I'll tell you a movie that I think has lived with me after seeing it, and it's it's one that really what movies do and catch your, catch your fancy is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I, you know I, I'm I, I've been watching that a co- over and over, and I love it. I mean, to me, that's that's I believe it's Tarantino's best movie. What did you see it, and what was your take on it? Uh, I saw it, and I was one of those people that was a little, uh, you know, uh, not that into it at first. And then 
you know, talking to a lot of people about it, I thought, well, people really dig this movie for some reason. I'm going to, you know, watch it again. And uh, I, I liked it better when I saw it again. And then even, more, you know, I watched it a few times on planes. And um, it, it just grows more and more on me. But it's still a movie that there's things about it that I absolutely hate. And yet I still find it... Uh, mm you know, very watchable, which is just kind of true of Tarantino in general. Yeah, and a lot of times uh, there's stuff that I I found myself really not hating anything in this and moving on and, and just the whole thing, especially the ending, not to give away the ending, but it, it is a Hollywood fairy tale, and the payoff, I think, is worth it. So, uh, yeah, but but so what, which, uh, as far as stand-up and everything, obviously you're on hold for quite a while. Do you have any projected dates where you're going to be? I mean, I know everything's sort of fluid, but... Do you have anything in your uh, in your uh, calendar that's coming up in, I assume, a couple of months? Well, on uh, 420, I'm going to be playing the Rose Bowl here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, 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 yeah, that's quite a gig. If, if no one's going to be there, I might as well get it. <laughs> I love it. That would be awesome. That would be that awesome. That would be great, yeah. Uh, when is the... Uh, when? Yeah. Uh, all the all, all the dates at this point are just uh, you know it's a game of kick the can like it's just uh, my you know I'm supposed to do 420 in Denver so that's moved to uh, the less catchy but still uh, you know it'll still be a show on uh, 712. All right, okay, <laughs> which is 712 is the new 420. Right, yeah. And like so, like in Philadelphia, I generally uh, uh, June-ish is when I've been, um, you know, coming out to visit uh, for the last few years, and uh, so that would have probably, you know, happened if this didn't happen. So uh, I don't have a, a date on the books uh, there, but as soon as things, you know, as soon as everything goes back to so-called normal or some version of normal, then uh, I'll definitely, you know put a, a date on the books. And, and All right. Okay. Well, we got to wrap, we got to wrap Doug, but when's the, uh, when's the next, uh, Doug, Doug loves movies, uh, podcast video version coming out. Hey, what do you mean you got to wrap? Aren't Kathy's, uh, traffic reports like two seconds? <laughs> <laughs> you extra time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're non-existent these days. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're longer than ever. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. She's reporting all, all all the restrictions on mass transit. That takes up all the uh, all the time. Uh, but when when do we catch uh, Doug Loves Movies? Um, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast, um, and the, the new ones will be coming out uh, twice weekly. One just came out. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, all right. Uh, go to Doug Loves. DouglasMovies.com for all my info and my uh, shifting dates and whatnot. All right. Listen, dude, we appreciate the early morning call. Apologize to your girlfriend, and uh, hopefully we will be seeing you in the flesh in uh, the very near future. All right, bud? Yeah, but, like, you know, like a lot of people during my act, she uh, slept through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. All right, Doug Benson, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. Talk to you, buddy. By the way, I love this text, but it, it wouldn't have made sense to Doug at all. It said uh, we wanted to ask if he saw the Tom York Power Washer movie. Uh. <laughs>
from a couple days ago. Tom, your power washing yeah. movie is really good. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break because Leah Thompson, she knows a thing or two about movies. Yeah. Will be joining in just uh, joining us in just a moment. She uh, directed in stars in another episode of The Goldbergs coming up tomorrow night. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. MMR's Rock Refund. Why are you calling me? Because I won $500 from WMMR. Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. I don't believe it, but I just won $500. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. You guys are awesome. MMR's Rock Refund. $500, seven times a day. Details, entry methods, and contest rules at WMMR.com. Hell yeah. Woo-hoo! Brought to you by a t Subaru. Subarus always cost less in Sellersville. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Kathy, we're going to get back to traffic in a little bit because our guest is on the line. I wasn't even looking. I look over, I see the phone line, and there is her name. Punctuality. We love it. I love it. And we love the Goldbergs. Yes, Uh, we do. Obviously, being friends with Adam Goldberg, taking place right here in the uh, greater Philadelphia area. It's wonderful. And there have been so many great guest stars and uh, throughout the years on that show. We just talked to Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and she is no stranger to, uh, well, to us thinking she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, so it's tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, the episode that she's directing and starring in. Please welcome Leah Thompson yeah. to the show. Yeah. Good morning, Leah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Somebody happy in this day and age where we're having a very strange oh. existence, you know? I know, but I get to talk to human beings. It's yes. Like, it's great. <laughs> Well, I love that. I'm a fan of both uh, the Goldbergs and Schooled, and I've always loved seeing your name uh, pop up because you've directed a number of episodes. Um, And uh, yeah, I think you did. You direct the what what was it the hundredth? There was a landmark episode you directed, whatever the count was. And uh, yeah, the hundredth episode. Yeah, 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 and there was, and and I also also directed Schooled, which is the the school that's on tomorrow. I uh, directed both the Goldbergs and Schooled. So yeah. that's kind of fun. Oh, it's great. And 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 the uh, there was a little bit of footage of you with the crew and everything after that 100th episode and Schooled is a great show. We've had cast members in because they all eventually come and I guess it's like, you know, visiting the uh the area where the show was uh where the show takes place and um it, so it's it's really cool. We definitely feel a kinship to it, but the show is is just consistently great. You transitioned uh, from uh, from acting and, and started to. What was your? Uh, did you start with it with a short film? What what got you interested in directing? And it seems like this has been this has been just a, a gold for you. I started directing so long ago, like fifteen years ago. I was doing movies for the Hallmark Channel called the Jane Doe Mysteries. I remember those. I did, yeah, yeah, I did like ten of them. As an actress, but I did two. I directed two of them, and that was hard because they were like, you know, movies. So there, it's more. You have to make a lot more decisions with a movie. You get to cast it. You get to pick the locations and stuff like that. Plus, I was starring in it, so that was a really great way to start directing. And so I did a couple of those, and then I did Switched at Birth, and then. But the Goldbergs. Um, Adam really gave me my break as a director because he gave me the first job that I wasn't in. And so I've done like 10 Goldbergs, and now I'm finally in one, which is exciting. Um, I I had a lot of fun acting with my friends, you know, (laughs) 
because I've known them now for four or five years. Well, the episode is called The Return of the Formica King. And, uh, and I'm the Formica Queen, okay? <laughs> You're the Formica Queen, of course. That's uh, right. Is it hard to direct? Obviously, and I would assume it would be. When you're directing something you're in, you're wearing two hats, and uh, I assume that has to make it exponentially more difficult. The two hats isn't a problem, but the long nails and the shoulder pads. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a time that we love. I, I love the, so the eighties with the Goldbergs. Now moving into the nineties, which is school. You've also done Young Sheldon. You've done Mom. You've done The Kids Are All Right. Uh, a, a whole bunch of uh, of, uh, of of these things. Um, and uh, so so when you're when you're with an ensemble and you come into an already established ensemble, were they very welcoming? I have to imagine with that crew they would be. I think so, and I think it helps to be an actress because they know i'm I've got their back, and I you know, I get it. I understand what's going on. And I also did a sitcom as an actress. I did Caroline in the city for four years, so I really understand the you know, I understand the jokes and how to work them and all of that. So right. I, I feel like it's always a, a, a general, you know, um, welcoming feeling when right. I'm, I'm directing right. actors and, and especially actresses because they know I understand and I know how to make sure they look good and, or whatever, you know, just protect them. And I was so happy to get to act with Wendy McLean Covey. She's just mm-hmm. like a, a national treasure. Like she's the funniest, kindest, best person ever. And, and I also lived in Philadelphia for many years. Really? I was in the Pennsylvania ballet and, uh, and I love Philadelphia. Where did you I, live? I do, do you live in the city? Yeah, I lived uh, right by the Rodin museum. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was so hot and so poor <laughs> that in the summer I would I would swim. Uh, this I don't know how I lived through it. <laughs> I would dip my feet in the fountains by the the art museum. You know those big fountains. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Aiken's Oval. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, yeah I spent I waitressed uh, there and I danced there and I um, really I lived in a row house and. The house, slept the, on the roof sometimes. You had the full Philly experience right <laughs> yeah. there then, definitely. I sure did. I, I sure did. That, that's the first place I lived after I lived in Minnesota. So wow. I have really great feelings for Philadelphia. Leah, I wanted to ask with the, you know, the Goldbergs being a, a retro show and uh, a lot of guest stars have been on there and, and they, they allude to, you know, former characters that those, those people played. Is there going to be a little wink and nod to any uh, characters that you've played throughout the years that will be uh, mentioned or hinted towards in the episode tomorrow night? Remember, I feel like there was something. The one, the, the episode right before was called "Pretty in Pink." Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think that's on in a week. Uh, and that my husband directed "Pretty in Pink." I can't remember if there's anything in there. Um, there usually is. I mean, I yeah. you know they put in H- Howard the Duck and Space <laughs> Camp and some kind of wonderful. I think they've done a lot of different episodes, and ba- of course, Back to the Future. Uh, so I'm not sure. I can't remember if there was, but there's great footage from uh, Adam's past. He wrote a play, and um, we kind of recreate the play, and it's completely insane. Uh, so, the, the fact that they're able to include footage to validate what takes place in those yes, episodes yeah. just is, is such an amazing aspect of it. Uh, you, you'd mentioned you'd done ballet dancing, and, and I don't know if this is an apocryphal story, if it's true, but did Baryshnikov? tell you you were not meant for ballet? 
did. He did. Thank God. I mean, look at the course of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I guess when Barishnikov tells you, you would listen, right? I know. I exactly. <laughs> you know, you got to take you got to take the advice of experts, and yeah. you know, I yeah. Uh, I um I wasn't a great dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, you know, obviously the you know one of one of the crown jewels of your your achievements as an actress and always will be is is uh the Back to the Future series, but you mentioned one that I think is a wonderful gem, which is some kind of wonderful. It's one of my favorite movies. Please tell me you had a great time while you were making that. I did. When, you know, I fell in love with the director, so I married him. We've been together for 33 years. That helps. Wow. Yeah. And, and we're, we're stuck in quarantine with his mother. And we still love Hey, that's a, that's, that's a testament to love right there. I want to congratulate you. Your daughter Zoe is, is kind of tearing it up with uh, her movie career. She was in uh, Zombieland Double Tap, amongst other films, but got great reviews of that. And then she has this movie that I want to see, uh, Buffaloed. Um, and, yes. and she's getting rave reviews on that. So she's got, she, she's not afraid to, 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 to goofy it up and, and cause she's a beautiful, uh, woman, but obviously she, you know, she, she wants to stretch her, her, her acting chops. So that's got to make you feel really good. Uh, both your daughters are correct. Yes. Uh, my daughters are so talented. We did a movie you can see on Hulu all together called uh, The Year of Spectacular Men. So I directed that, and my other daughter, she wrote it, she starred in it, and she did the score and sang wow. the songs. Wow. And it has Nicholas Braun, and it's got, you know, uh, Cameron Monaghan, great actors in it, and Zoe's in it as well. She produced it. So that movie's really great. It's, uh, and yeah, so. Madeline's writing and acting, and Zoe's producing. She produced Buffaloed as well, which is out on whatever platform you can find. It. <laughs> one, of, one of those platforms. That's crazy. World. Uh-huh. So, so, Leah, my mother lives with us, and uh, so, and it's and it's uh, it, uh, it's a quite a delight. And last night we were at dinner when I got the email saying confirming that you were going to be on the show today, and I go, "Oh, this is great. Leah Thompson is going to be on on uh, with us tomorrow." And my mom goes, oh, my God, I loved her in Dennis the Menace. And I'm sure you, um, when people don't, you know, people reference your work in the past, Dennis Menace is probably not one of the first ones that uh, I personally love the movie. I think it's a great movie, but uh, I'm sure you don't get that all that often. I'm, I, yeah, I'm actually surprised that I don't get it more. But uh, it's, it's, it's always interesting, the different things that people remember. And they usually forget. And then they kind of remember something else that I did and something else that I did. So it's a kind of a, like a weird little Easter egg hunt with my <laughs> I personally, I, I listen, I think it's a cute movie. And uh, the young kid who plays Dennis and Menace, his name's Mason Gamble, turned out to be a handsome young man. And you also work with Doc Brown in that movie as well. I know. I did many, many movies, many <laughs> years of work with him. And, um, and... And now I get to spend a lot of time with him and Michael Fox and uh, when we go to Comic-Cons. Oh, so that's, that's cool. That is very cool. Well, let, let me – we'd be remiss yeah. if, we, if we didn't – before you, you uh, leave us, ask your advice. You were in Red Dawn. You knew how to survive <laughs> during, uh, during tough situations. Uh, what's your best quarantine advice that you gleaned from Red Dawn? Gleaned from Red Dawn? Yes. Um, you didn't see. You didn't seem to have a toilet paper problem in that movie. 
Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. That was very extreme circumstances. I sure hope we don't get to that. <laughs> that would be a downer. That'd be... Go buy a gun, that's for sure. All right. But I... I um, I I love making that movie. That was so much fun, and it was really it was fun to go kind of camping, and I enjoyed that very much. And it's a crazy movie because there's no special effects. Like yeah. all that stuff really happened. It's all practical stuff. Wow. All right. Well, listen. Yeah. We we appreciate you uh, checking in, and uh, we love the fact that you're this involved with the Goldbergs because we love that show, and uh, we'll be watching tomorrow night at eight o'clock on ABC. Leah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Go Philadelphia. Stay at home. Yeah. Yay. All right, Leah Thompson, guys. That's awesome. I She's love awesome. her. I used so. to love that show, Caroline in the City. Yeah, uh, Steve, you had mentioned Red Dawn, and, and that movie had a, uh, a major effect on me as a child growing up because it made me, I was like terrified that we were going to get invaded or right. I was going to be somewhere that. Uh, and now the fear is being sneezed on. Uh, <laughs> No, but I mean, I, I honestly, like everywhere I went, like I, I had an exit strategy. If I was in church, I'm like, okay, if people come I'm going to leave through the doors. If pe- well, if people come in through these doors, I'm going to go and I'm going to climb under the pews and go to that door. Really? Yeah. For, for a while after? that was that, mm-hmm. it, it blew you away that much, huh? Yep. Yeah. Did, did it teach you about hidden fists? Okay. It's funny you should mention that because <laughs> I was going to mention hidden fists. Casey had this theory that if he was wearing a coat he, uh-huh. and he was walking to his car in, in, you know, in the city or somewhere dangerous... Yeah. Uh, he would uh, hide his hands up his sleeve and ball them in the fist, and he'd be ready to go if somebody... Well, the attacker would be lulled into the misconception that he had no hands. And no hands, well, yeah. And not only hidden fist pressing, but oftentimes when I'd be walking home drunk from my friend's house, uh, I wouldn't... I would walk in the middle of the street. That way I had more, like, peripheral vision. Right, right. So I'll do that. People couldn't come and grab me from the bushes or whatever. Sure. And then I had the hidden fist as well. Mm. I loved Red Dawn. I never saw the remake. I didn't, I didn't even, it was okay. I didn't give it time, but I, I, there's something about the original Red Dawn that I that I loved. And I look back and, and watch it now, and some of it's kind of, you know, sketchy, but... <laughs> Who would you be? Which character would you be in Red Dawn? I think I would be Aaron Gray. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I gotta go with... I mean, dude, Patrick Swayze was a badass, badass yeah, in that yeah. movie. Wait, I, which one... Um, was it Aaron Gray who ended up uh, going, uh, taking all the, the grenades? She, she had was, a grenade, yeah. She, she, she was, was going to die shot. anyway? Yeah, so he left her with a grenade, and then the Russians come over, and she had the grenade under her body and yeah. blew him up. But uh, n- let's not forget Charlie Sheen was in that movie. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. And he played kind of a badass. Wolverine! <laughs> that was C. Thomas Howell who yeah. yelled that. Yeah, and he, he, went, he went a little crazy. Uh, Powers Booth was in it. There was a lot of there's a good yeah, there's, decent names. Yeah, there's uh, the John Millius was the director. He's one of my favorite directors, and uh, yeah, the action sequences are great. Yeah, yeah. Powers I, Powers Booth was really good too. I mm-hmm. wonder if it holds up. I wonder if I watched it today if I would enjoy it. As or would much. it be would it be booty? It, it, it would be to- dude. It would be. By the trash. way, I'm looking at it. We have our IMDb here. Uh, yeah. Leah Thompson. I forgot about all the right moves. That was her third movie. All she had the right done, moves, which was with Tom Cruise. Uh, you remember uh, some? Some you yeah. mentioned some kind of wonderful. That is. Oh, a, that is. That so that that's the case where uh, you have characters that are, um, y- you know the. That's what the, that sort of John Hughes style was. You, yeah. you you didn't know what to make of people. They were they were they had multi um, dimensions to their to their character. It wasn't like oh this guy's the the prick or this guy's that. And and yeah. you you realize that uh, 
everybody has the capacity to both be bastards and and good people at the same time. Wait, yeah. Steve, you said uh, Aaron Gray. Did you mean Jennifer Gray? No. Oh, yes, Jennifer, oh, Jennifer Gray. Gray. Yeah, 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 you're right. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Aaron... thinking of like Buck Rogers and Silver Spoons. I'm right, like, was right. She yeah, in? Yeah. I just I completely got thrown off for a minute. So yeah, I, yeah, Jennifer Gray. Yeah, the that's funny right. thing about that is Jennifer Gray and Patrick Swayze hated each other on that. That's movie. right, they did. And then they went on, and they had to get past that when they did Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. They ended up pretty much defining, or at least her career, and, and a big part of his. Dirty Dancing was originally supposed to involve the you know this this uh, this uh, Jewish um, you know uh, resort in the Catskills that's attacked right? by the Russians <laughs> no. and uh, and uh, yeah um, and so they're doing the bossa nova they bomb the and, and the parachutes are coming down not again no um, so there was another actress who reminds me a lot of Jennifer Grey and Leah Thompson who. Jennifer I, Thompson. I can't remember. <laughs> no, um, I can't remember her name, but Preston. She played Andy in the Goonies. Mm. She was also in Lucas, right? Mm-hmm. What yep. was that girl's name? Oh, she was. She was a a, a go to at that time. She was a the very girl next door. Yeah, yeah. and then never really did anything after. She Green. had a bit of a drug problem. I oh, remember no. following up on her, or she or she started getting in trouble with the law, if I remember correctly. Um, what was her name, Casey? Uh, it's Kerry Car- Green. Green. Yeah, I had a little crush on her for sure. Uh, she was also in a movie with uh, with Charlie Sheen, who comes up again. Charlie Sheen, where she played a uh, troubled uh, daughter of a politician. It wasn't a very good movie, but they no. they're addicted to drugs. They, they this cross country uh, trip. Yeah, he and she and Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Uh, but Freaking yeah, I, I thought that I thought I had read Casey. She she had some run in with the law, or she had a drug problem. Uh, it, that sucks. With these, is she still alive? Can you check? Yeah, she is. Okay, is she still alive, Nick? What's the last time? She worked. She's still working. She's in. A, oh. She was in a movie in uh, 2012 called Complacent. She's done Law and Order, ER, a few things here and there. Well, see, um, here's the deal. I want to talk to people like that. I I want to I want to talk to some of these people like that. Let's so let's honestly. And, they what what the hell are they doing now? They're in quarantine. I started to make a list. We of, can offer them drugs. I started to make a list of people like that that I think we should talk to and almost kind of a. You don't want to do a where are they now because anybody that's still working like her doesn't want to hear where are they now. Hey, it's we're like... calling this the uh, <laughs> long forgotten uh, losers. Yeah, losers. Yeah, uh, loser roundup. Would you be on with us? But since we, ever since we talked to the guy who played the gimp in Pulp Fiction, I'm like, we need Dude. to talk to more people who are just the characters like that. Let's start with Carrie Green. All right, let's All right. do it. I'd like to make it happen. We haven't talked to Billy Zapka in a while. I think I have his email address. Contact Billy yeah. Zapka. Yeah. Uh, you who know, else? You know who is, I think, a hot mature these days, and she pops up from time to time, is Sherilyn Finn. Sherilyn Fenn is awesome from mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. and, mm-hmm. and uh, Just one of the guys. Just one of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a cross between the, uh, the Karate Kid and Elvis Costello. Yeah. All right, um, so anyhow, what should we do here, time-wise, Case? Uh, well, let's start looking for Sherilyn let's Finn. Start, let's start looking for Sherilyn Finn and Carrie Green. Uh, no, we, we have traffic, little... guys. Yeah, uh, no, we're we going to do traffic, and we we have to do Bizarre Fog. Can we do a short Bizarre Fog? Because we got to be back by 8 or 10 to do the uh, MMR Rock Reef. We can go all the way to 10 if you want. Can you do a 10-minute traffic, Kathy? Can you do a 10-minute traffic? <laughs> 
I mean, I can read. I don't have a 10 minute bizarre fun. We can talk about other things. It's, we, it's what we do. Yeah, traffic is running like two or three minutes these days. Let's do that then. NJM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what's going on? The Schuylkill Expressway eastbound just before Pashyanka disabled vehicle there, Blue Road southbound at the Schuylkill left lane block. They're doing bridge inspection. Broad Street northbound at the Schuylkill. The off and on ramps have been narrowed because of construction. No trucks being allowed uh, on the westbound ramp. City Avenue construction set up in both directions between 59. 59- and 54th, and then uh, 95 southbound in Wilmington and 141 right lane closed with construction. New Jersey Turnpike northbound the off ramp to the Pennsylvania Turnpike and the outer drive closed until 1 p.m. That's construction as well. This traffic report brought to you by PennDOT. Driving is a skill that requires 100% of your attention 100% of the time. Multitasking is not worth a life. Be safe, PA. Learn more at PennDOT.gov backslash safety paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Do you remember when we talked to Billy Zabka uh, right before we signed off with him? He goes, oh, and uh, screw you, Melon. Yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes, uh, n- no mercy and screw you, Melon. Yes. He hit, like, both big catchphrases, uh, which was awesome, which made me lo- made us love him even more. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. All right. So now we should do the Bizarre File, Annabelle. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. <laughs> Annabelle. All right. <laughs> uh, and I'll, yeah, I'll throw in one of these, too. COVID-19! All right. I have some stories for you. We will begin with this. A man and woman have been arrested after they allegedly committed home invasion Saturday morning. Uh, the male suspect pulled a knife on a person inside the home. The victim defended himself with a chainsaw. Well, he wins. Chainsaw beats knife. Yes. Uh, the suspect then fled from the scene. Deputies were able to locate both suspects at another home. After an extensive search, 40-year-old woman is being charged with home invasion. 32-year-old man is being charged with home invasion, felonious assault. Both are uh, being held in the county jail. And no one, excuse me, no one was injured. Did she get a badge? I have actually my uh, my couch. I have a little thing for the remote. And I have a little thing for my chainsaw. Oh, oh you do? Yeah, yeah, it's good to have that handy. Uh, Stay at home to protect herself against coronavirus. One 93-year-old woman had a big problem. She was running out of booze. Olive Veronese Veronese, uh, decided the best way to keep her supplies up during the coronavirus lockdown was to get creative. And now she's gone viral on Facebook. She is from Pennsylvania. She was pictured holding a whiteboard that said, I need more beer. In the other hand, she had a can of Coors Light. <laughs> the photograph was taken through the window of her home, was uploaded, uploaded to Facebook, and since then, it's been seen by more than a million people. And much more importantly, several people have offered to get the beer for Olive. And in fact, I just found yeah. out this morning that Coors has sent over 150 <laughs> beers to her house. Oh. Should hold her for a while. Others had shared stories about how they are keeping drink cupboards well stocked for their uh, elderly relatives. As Olive is in her 90s, she falls into a group that is at a higher risk for COVID-19. COVID-19! But she she needs her beer. She needs her beer. And she's getting it. 150 cans. Yep, exactly. In the dark and scary world we live in today, it doesn't take a lot to make people smile. Weatherman James Spann referencing an adult entertainment club and a very serious forecast did that on Sunday night. 
Uh, the meteorologist was on ABC 33 Sunday night discussing severe weather as it rolled into Alabama. Speaking about storms in Jefferson County and looking to provide people a reference as a location, Span mentioned the Green Top Barbecue and the appropriate name Wesley's Booby Trap. <laughs> so, and this is all you know in a serious yes, uh, Wesley's Booby Trap. Uh, for the record, Wesley had confirmed. Wesley's confirmed on its Facebook page that the bar was not damaged during the storm. So the booby trap is okay, but people got a kick out of the fact that he had mentioned it in a very serious forecast. A woman who arrived at Louis Armstrong International Airport while wearing not a stitch of clothing <laughs> was later arrested when she refused to leave the facility. Marielle Vergara was completely naked when she walked into the airport and made her way to the Spirit Airline ticket counter on Friday night. Should you get through security much faster that way? A deputy, yeah, you wouldn't have to right. remove anything. A deputy dispatched to the scene noted that Vergara had already put on a dress by the time he had arrived. But she was still violating public decency laws because she had on no underwear. How can uh, you tell? And the dress was too short to <laughs> oh, cover that's her genitals. Okay. Mm. Uh, airline officials told Vergara that... I'm she... sorry, can you see the lunch meat? <laughs> <laughs> I made him extra sloppy, Maria. It tends to dangle when I travel. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Must be the air pressure. Uh, airline officials... It inflates up like one of those neck pillows. <laughs> Really? Airline officials told Vergara that she wouldn't be able to travel due to her attire or lack thereof. She was asked to leave the airport, but Vergara refused. Uh, She ignored deputies' orders to leave the airport and scuffled with him as she was being taken into custody. She was arrested and booked Saturday with obscenity, resisting arrest, battery of a police officer, simple battery, and remaining in a place after being forbidden. She's held on $5,000 bond, by the way. Uh, disturbing allegations have led to Police Chief Dale Engel being placed on administrative leave. Uh, officers claim that the police chief suggested that a Broward Sheriff's Office deputy's death from COVID-19 was somehow linked to his sexuality. Huh? Chief of Staff of the Florida Fraternal Order of Police brought up an incident involving Engel. Officers and service aides who expressed worry about the virus were sent to a back parking lot. Here, Engel allegedly berated them and yelled about a backstory which proclaimed that Deputy Shannon Bennett contracted and died from the virus because he was, quote, a homosexual who attended homosexual sexual events. Okay. Yeah, right? Like what? Uh, So a Saturday night statement confirmed that Engel had been uh, placed on leave after this. Uh, Bennett uh, was uh, beloved by his community, the guy who who had died. And the kids also where he was a school resource officer. Uh, he's believed to be the first law enforcement officer in Florida to die from the virus. So this idiot is going to be put on leave for what he said. Uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, a man in England gardening while at home during the coronavirus outbreak has unearthed what is to believe to be a popular car from the 1950s. An entire car buried in his garden. Wow. Uh, John Brayshaw, who lives in West Yorkshire, said it's not something you find every day. Oh, my. (laughs) He's literally in the middle of my garden, he said. It's an El Camino. Uh, He said it's just weird how it's down there. Mr. Brayshaw is appealing for anyone with information about how it came to be there to get in touch with him. Uh, He said that the car, which was gray in color, was mostly intact, 
with its engine and registration plate. It's actually something that's been come to known as. He, he said. <laughs> the car in my garden. I'd love to be able to get the car out, but I don't think it's possible by hand. Uh, the reason it was buried remains a mystery, but one theory is that at the time, the price of steel had dropped so far that you had to pay to have scrap taken away. So whoever it was may have just decided to bury it. Or were they trying to grow some cars? Now nobody's considered See that. See uh, that? Little is known about the vehicle itself, but another suggestion is that it might be a former military vehicle but that's wild yeah. full car yep exactly and that is what i have in the bizarre file for you this morning um let's see mentioning this yeah, yeah. what you want me to do sure. do it uh so we are soliciting for audition video of your artistic abilities that have an audio quality to them i had somebody after i did a full explanation <laughs> of what preston and steve's isolation idol was text over and ask how they send over a video of them doing a card trick. Now, the trick may be very good. There's no audio to it. Because the performance is going to be on the radio, and our listeners need to be able to hear it. Yes. In order for you to be judged and then possibly deemed the winner of our $500 cash prize. So, you know, we're noticing uh, people are doing all kinds of things in their homes that are artistic as far as performances go. Drums, guitars, didgeridoos, harpsichords, whatever you got. Tap, Even tap dancing might work. Sure. As long as there's sound generated. Anything that, that generates sound. And it'll be up to our audience. We, we will be the judges on the first few days. Uh, I think we're going to have, Marissa was telling me, 24 contestants total. That's what we're shooting for. Right. Two finalists each day. And then on the final day... We'll have eight finalists, I guess, Marissa. Is that the way it's going to work? Yes. And uh, then our audience is going to judge. And then we'll find America out. America votes. Yep. America votes. Yeah. And then we'll find out who the winner is. So you can get the information at PrestonSteve.com. It's one person per entry. You must be 18 years of age to enter. And like I said, the rest of the information you can uh, get on the website. Nick? I was just going to say, you know, when we do contests like this, take the time to... Um, Put some effort into the video presentation that you submit. You know, you want the, the audio quality to be great. You want the, the sound to be good because this is what we're going to be judging on to enter you in the contest in the first place. So just, you know, don't don't slap it together at the last second and, and throw it in. Put some effort into it because it'll make a difference in we, the long run. We want you to win. Yep. Yeah. And uh, keep in mind that uh, the when, you, when we actually go live on the air to do this, when you'd be making a virtual a trip to our studios and you'll be performing... Uh, if we have several people doing it, it they're going to have to be short performances. We're yes. going to ask for like 30 seconds worth of material, and then we'll get uh, somebody to judge. So whatever you're going to do, make sure that your most impressive part of it can fit within about 30 seconds. Don't have the 20-second um, you know, piano lead into your vocal. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the, you know, the song from the beginning. You can play an excerpt of the most impressive part of whatever song if you are indeed doing a song. Nick, you wanted to mention something else? Uh, no, I, I love you. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, I, what you I saw your hand raised. Pick a song that starts no. right up, like Jimmy Crack Corn, and I don't care. That starts yeah. right up. Sure. Yeah. You can do Jimmy Crack Corn if you like. Uh, so just enter, and we'll see if you make it as a finalist. Right. Uh, in the meantime, it's 10 o'clock. Let's do this. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right. The word is exclusive. Exclusive. E-X-C-L-U-S-I-B-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that. You can enter it via a text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app. 
or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. And that person's going to get a call from our company, Beasley. Be sure to answer your phone, okay, if it rings in a little while. Con- the bell. Contest rules are at uh, WMMR.com, and it's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So good luck. Get on it. The word again is exclusive, E-X-C-L-U-S-I-B-E. We are going to take another break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question, trash, music news, that stuff is up next. Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story. If you take the time to tell it, subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You got under two minutes. This is 1013 and change right now to enter the word exclusive or send it to a text us to us at 45911. Remember, that's a special number. It's not the normal text number, 45911. Or uh, MMR's mobile app or WMMR.com in order for you to win some money. It is called MMR's Rock Refund. If you miss it this time, hang in there. Coming up again at noon at 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. The whole family here at MMR gives you a shot at uh, winning some money. That's happening every day for the uh, the time being. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question. And we are going to give away a digital download of the movie Doolittle starring Robert Downey Jr., and I think I got to go with this one. It's from the six o'clock hour as well, so it's a while back. What does Steve think Prince Harry should change his name to? <laughs> he essentially dropped the Mountbatten Mountbatten Windsor yes part of the the name, but right. you think if he really wants to make a change, it to be to something else. And Put up or shut up. Steve said that Prince Harry should change his name to this. What do you think that is? What do you recall it being? Two one five two six three. WMMR is the number. Let's see if you can get it. And while we're waiting for you to do that, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Gwynedd Mercy University graduates. Well, not graduates. Gwynedd Mercy University graduates make the world a better place. That's what it is. By putting the mercy in G Mercy U. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, good morning, America. Anchor George Stephanopoulos revealing he tested positive for having uh, had COVID-19 but had virtually no symptoms. Stephanopoulos says that he had one night last week where he felt a little sore but felt great the next morning when he woke up and got out of the bureau drawer. <laughs> oh, my God. Tiny. Fox launching a spinoff of The Masked Singer. Get this, Preston. Called... After the Mask, which will air right after it. Producers say that the new show will create the sensation of after-sex cuddling with an embarrassing hooker. And six foot five, Dwayne The Rock Johnson revealing he really wanted the role of Jack Reacher, a role that eventually went to five foot six Tom Cruise. Johnson says the loss that really stung was when Cruise nailed the lead in the movie The Huge Muscle Bound Half Black Half Samoan. Mm. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All righty, we're looking for an answer. What does Steve think the Prince Harry should change his name to? And I'm going to go to Mike and see if he knows. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Yo, bud, so who, what should uh, Prince Harry change his name to? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Hey! 
You got it, bud. Hang on a minute. For Mike, we got a digital download of Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. in the hilarious new reimagining of a classic tale about the man who can talk to animals. Embark on an epic journey and bring home the movie that all animals are talking about. Available now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. Time for Music News. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Brought to you this morning by... A.D. Moyer Lumber. All locations are open. Call ahead for curbside pickup or delivery. Lincoln Park is among the 10 most streamed musical acts on YouTube, according to chart data. This is, I believe, of all time. Of all time? Let me double check on that because I have a second page here. Yeah. Um, So the band came in at number nine on the list, which is based on views generated by official videos and features on the Google-owned video site, also appearing uh, on the chart, are Maroon 5, BTS, Coldplay, and Imagine Dragons. Among BTS. Others. Yeah, they're, they're in there. Uh, I'll, I'll do the, uh, the the ranking here so you can uh, right. you can appreciate where they are, Steve. Lincoln Park's YouTube channel boasts nearly 16 million subscribers. And the highest-viewed video on the channel is the official clip for Numb. It has been viewed 1.3 billion times. Time. Wow, wow, wow. And they're ninth. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll go from number 10 up to number one. Uh, number no- 10. At number 10. Jesus. I was not expecting that. Uh, it says Banda underscore MS. Anybody know who Banda is? Not a clue. All the other ones, I think. No, not all of them, I guess. You don't know the rest? Number nine is Lincoln Park. Number eight is He J Official. Me not. Yeah, He J Official. <laughs> EJ official. So these are these are their you know Things. screen names. Uh, then number six is uh, number, number f- six. I'm sorry, number number seven. At oh. number seven is YG official. Uh, blink. This is a horrible list. Blink. Well, number six is One Direction. Oh, okay. there we go. Number six. At number six, it's One Direction. Number five is Imagine Dragons. Number four is The Chainsmokers. Number four. Number three is Coldplay. Coldplay. Number two. We don't have that. BTS. Woo! Which what song? No, this is the group. Oh, just the group. In YouTube I misunderstood. (laughs) Uh, And number one, Maroon 5. Oh, no, don't tell me. (laughs) No, it's not a song. It's It's just a group. (laughs) But we'll just say it. It's Moves Like like Jagger. Jagger. Uh, I don't know, man. They had that, like, um... They, really, really popular. What song was it where they kept going to the weddings? They were surprising people oh, yeah, by yeah, performing yeah. at weddings. Right. Mm. I don't. I don't. I like the video. I didn't like sugar. the song. I think it might be sugar. Oh, sugar. Okay. Yeah. That's another one yeah. that makes me want to die. Uh, <laughs> so those are the top ten mo- uh, most streamed musical acts on YouTube. By the way, so. I'm uh, more of a Adam Levine fan after I found out he's a big fish fan. Oh, Adam really? Levine is super talented. Yeah. I just don't like the, a lot of the Maroon Five stuff. But Alan, Adam Levine himself, very talented. YouTube is weird. I, so I've been I've been doing play along drum videos, and, and you're loving it, done right? A couple Rush songs, yeah. And I've posted them, and I did one uh, for the song Free Will yesterday, and I posted it on Instagram, and you can see that on my Instagram account if you're interested. But for uh, 
if to post them on Twitter, I need to first make them a YouTube video because they're too long just to post a video directly onto Twitter. So I did it on YouTube, and it is partially blocked because of copyright. Because of the music. Well, because it it's only it's only blocked in certain countries or regions, and it won't tell me which ones. Now the thing is, is I did one from YYZ, and that one was fine. But it's the only thing it stipulates is that I can't make money from it. But free will has to. It, it I, I, I a can't make money from it, and b it can't play in certain countries. However, I found a bunch of other people who have done drum covers of the exact same song, and you can view it. In and the it there States. is a bizarre algorithm. Perhaps they thought you were posting something having to do with Free Willy. No, hmm. they they did not. All right. Well, there's a weird algorithm that. Well, many weird algorithms that pervade yeah. YouTube that a lot of content creators complain about constantly. And I tried to repost it. I tried to re-upload it a few times. And it didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. I maybe have a solution. Perhaps the video can be sent to Marissa to upload onto PressingTheSteve.com. Oh. And then maybe you'll be able to share that know. link. I don't know. I'm Do that. Sure. Yeah, because um, you had sent it to me. And <clears throat> yeah, I, I said, hey, click on this link and tell me what it does. And it said video not available. So. I don't know. It's very strange, but uh, there are loads of, and, and obviously, I just uh, was reading something about the the preferred uh, streaming service for uh, for teenagers, and Netflix just barely edges out YouTube. YouTube is YouTube is still huge, massive, yeah. massive. Yes. All right. Uh, let me move on to some other stories. Stories. Doctor Ezekiel Emanuel, a special advisor to the Director General of the World Health Organization, uh, told the New York Times. Now, this is one person's yeah, opinion, yeah, yeah. okay, uh, that he doesn't anticipate it to be safe to return to concerts, sporting events, and other mass public gatherings for another 18 months. Oh, well, now, that's There not... are a lot of people who are, who are, and Preston's right to say it's one person's opinion. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm putting this out there just so everybody has a little perspective and the way things could be, maybe, it's it doesn't hurt to maybe... Think of to consider it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But understand that there, there's, you know, there things change all the time. Yeah. So while musical acts have postponed tours and other events uh, uh, to later this year or early 2021 uh, due to the pandemic, uh, Emmanuel predicts fall 2021 at the earliest for people to return to such events. The um, other thing that you have to consider is that it's not just uh, the concert promoters and the the bands. It's how other people think so not a lot of people there will be a lot of people who aren't comfortable going back until there's a vaccine you know what i mean yeah and and also and it's less nick even the vaccine than it is an effective treatment for it if you do get it at this point so to get to that point um that's that's a critical element as well so all these things are in play but you're right you can have all that stuff and all the stuff in the world but if people aren't comfortable right that's going to be an issue and, Nick, uh, mute your mic on the uh, uh, FaceTime, if you would, please. Thank you, sir. All right, so uh, he explained restarting the economy has to be done in stages, and it does have to start with uh, more physical distancing at work uh, sites that allow people who are at lower risk to come back. Certain kinds of uh, construction, manufacturing, or offices in which you can maintain six-foot distance are more reasonable to start sooner. Larger gatherings, conferences, concerts, sporting events, uh, when people say they're going to reschedule this conference or graduation event for 2020 in October, um, I have no idea how they think that is plausible or, or a, pos- a plausible possibility. I think those things will be uh, the last to return. So we'll have to wait and see. Now, another thing, uh, Ticketmaster, the nation's largest ticket seller, has changed its policy in the wake of numerous cancellations 
and reschedule events, whereas Ticketmaster had previously allowed refunds for events that were postponed, rescheduled, or canceled. It is currently giving out refunds only to if your event is canceled. Mm-hmm. And that can be a problem for some yes, people. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're going to have to try to sell their tickets to somebody else if they can. Uh, with many artists opting to postpone a rescheduled tour, sometimes uh, to yet to be determined dates, this essentially means that obtaining a cash refund is impossible for quite some time, even as the public faces financial struggles on a vast scale. I was supposed to see Rat at Carnegie Hall. Oh, my God. They finally got there. They got there. They practiced. And uh, very excited. But uh, uh, it looks like that won't happen. Backlash has been building against Ticketmaster as a result of that. So we'll wait and see how that uh, manifests. Uh, Blink-182 bassist Mark Hoppus has confirmed the existence of a duet with Miley Cyrus that was left out of the band's 2019 album, Nine. I bet it sounds great. Uh, the song was an alternate version of one of the LP's tracks called I Really Wish I Hated You. After a snippet of the tune appeared online, Hoppus confirmed it was legitimate during a session with fans on Twitch. Hmm. She is a good singer. You can't, she is a good yeah, singer. She's, she's got a soulful way about her. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong's latest entry into his No Fun Monday series of cover song performances. So he did uh, I Think We're Alone Now, and then he did Manic Monday. Uh, now he's done a song I've never heard of. It's from a group called The Avengers, not the Marvel superhero team, but a legendary Bay Area punk group. He covered a song called Corpus Christi, writing this is one of my all-time favorite songs by the legendary San Francisco band The Avengers. So, Does it mention Monday in the song? I don't know. That's a good question. He could have done Monday Monday. Yeah. Could have done that. Uh, let's see. Godsmack frontman Sully Erna will launch a new twice-weekly internet show called Hometown Sessions starting today. Uh, it's at 6 p.m. Uh, the Tuesday edition of each show, each show will feature celebrity guests, musician, friends, and music-related conversation along with occasional performances. While Thursdays will be reserved for, quote, real talk about real life with experts discussing mental health, addiction, depression, and other topics. Time to get real, bro. Yes, it looks like he's going to be doing that. <laughs> Thursday, straight up talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bush has set July 17th as the release date for its new album, The Kingdom. Although the LP had re- originally been slated for a May release, Gavin Rossdale uh, later said that a spring arrival for the record was not set in stone. Uh, asked if the band's eighth studio LP will be musically similar to the recently released single Flowers on a Grave. Uh, or fla- Yeah, Flowers on a Grave. He said, it's just really heavy and wide and just of the time. It's really of the time. That's what I like about it. It's of the time. It feels really necessary. A necessary record. That's of the time. Uh, the band's on fire. It's just exciting, he said. This will not sell either. And then one last... <laughs> Uh, story. Tool vocalist Maynard James Keenan has revealed that he plans to market a coffee roast from his Ooh. winery. Caduceus uh, Cellars, is that how you say that? Caduceus Cellars? Caduceus Perry. Caduceus. Right. Caduceus, yeah. Caduceus Cellars. Who was Caduceus? Is that a person, Nick? No, it's uh, it's like the medical symbol. Like when you see the oh, staff yeah. with the snake around it, that's called a Caduceus. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> Or the That's salacious. Salacious. Oh, salacious. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> first, Keenan first hinted at the venture back in January when answering a fan inquiry saying that the Arizona-based company will launch a signature roast by 2020. The yeah, fan, we're going to do a douche drink. Uh, the fan had remarked, uh, if Maynard really wants to take over the world, he'll start selling Cadacious Gourmet Coffee, mm. to which Keenan responded, two years. Heard it here first. Market. 
In a follow-up message, he added, as in roasting, not just bagging, he said. So, so any plans to do a Dunkachino? I hope so. Because we could use it here. Yeah, but knowing him, it would take 10 years before we know, yeah. so that's kind of their... Dunkushes. Their MO. All right, and that is what I have for you this morning in music news. Let's take a final break, come back in a second, get that much-anticipated letter of the day for the word of the week. We won't be gone long. Make sure you stay with us. About ready to wrap up for today. Uh, have enjoyed today's program. Uh, we had plenty of people joining us. We had plenty of stuff to give to you. And we also uh, reminded you about uh, something else we are doing, which is the Isolation Island. Yes. Uh, the new Idol. talent search. That's Not, cool. I said Isolation Idol. Oh, no. or, I mean, I said Isolation Island, which I think was a show, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so they, they they left a person on the island for like twenty years and then came back and they were dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't work out so well. They tried to have reunion shows. <laughs> I did a parody of that. Remember yeah, that was, yeah, that was left, left for dead. dead. Left for yeah. dead. Yeah. I'm like, I'm Craig, Craig Gumble. Isolation Idol. <laughs> Uh, is what we're doing. And it's a chance for you, the at-home performer, yes. uh, to win some prize money. And we've, we've see, we're seeing an onslaught of people performing at home right now because of the uh, quarantine. Uh, so let's let's see it. Let's, let's hear it, too, on the air. And uh, we need to send an audition uh, video to us. And we'll narrow down our contestants. And next week, we'll get uh, people to perform each morning. And It'll be morning, amazing. We'll have two finalists. Uh, now, your performance on the air when you get here is only going to be about 30 seconds long. Uh, but your audition vid can be as long as you want it to. And uh, send that over. And then uh, we'll narrow those down to two finalists each day. And then they will go head-to-head against all the other finalists. And our audience will determine the winner. And it's a chance to get 500 bucks in cash. Only one person per entry must be 18 or older. And you can go. Uh, to PrestonSteve.com to uh, get all the details and uh, to enter. We'll get to say things like, baby, a star. star's <laughs> been born. Or, you're too pitchy. You're too, yeah, a little, Stuff like that. A little, a little pitchy. pitchy. Yeah. All those hackneyed things that they say, we can get to say them now. Yep, so that's coming up. Uh, before we do anything else and all the thank yous and so on, uh, I believe we have Rocco on the phone. Hey, Rocco. Hey, what's up? Yeah, but I should ask you, what's up? I think I just won 500 bucks. How about yeah! that? We got another one. You did. You did win 500 bucks. $500. This is our MMR Rock Refund winner. Rocco, where are you from, my man? I'm from Norristown, PA. Norristown. Excellent. And Rocco, you working these days or are you staying at home? What's going on? I'm a central worker at United Tire and Service in Paoli. All right, All right good for hard. you. Yep, we appreciate what you do, sir, and we're going to stick 500 bucks in your pocket for that. And have you tried to win a couple of times, or is this, like, first time easy going? Uh, I listen to MMR all day, so I've been trying to win for since it started. It <laughs> Excellent. Off. I love it. All right, Rocco, we are happy to have you as a listener of MMR, and uh, congratulations on winning the money, buddy. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You all guys right. rock. Rocco yeah. and Norris. You know how he won? How'd he win? 
through a tireless effort. Because <laughs> he works, he works at a tire. I mean, we're, I mean. <clears throat> Congratulations, Rocco. Uh, and thank you to Doug Benson for being on the show. Yes. Doug loves movies. The, the next time we'll get him off the speaker. New remote style episodes are available. And how great was Leah Thompson? Man. Oh, so cool. Had a crush on her forever. And she has directed another episode of The Goldbergs. And in this one, she actually stars in. So, or guest stars in, I should say. Uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on ABC. Yes. So make sure that you watch. Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, man? Good day, my children. It's nice to give away that money, isn't it? It's so cool. Yeah. MMR rocks Rocco. Yeah. Rocks Rocco's world. Absolutely. I, like. I mean, the, the, amount of, the amount of cash that's going out every day. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. It's and it, it couldn't be at a better time. Yeah. Exactly. So we got so, more of that coming up with you in a little bit. You do. Um, um, yes. But you could, maybe you could help me. Okay. Um, so you, you help me in, uh, in over-preparedness for, uh, you know, how to wash things and what to wash and who yes. to wash and where to wash. So um, I have uh, a slight problem, right? Because I've been uh, sanitizing oh my, my, God. my what cell phone. What in the f did you do? Okay. My cell phone has um, his phone. He just he just touched the screen to uh, to wake it up, and it's it's uh, it's, it's, on a, acid. it's a strobe lot. What it's you, a strobe lot. What are you putting it in the dishwasher? Well, no, I was uh, washing it with a combination of. Um, There's a special cleanser you can use, special wipes, which we have here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably using too much liquid, though. I mean, well, it's um, it's, it's it's over. So I mean, it it uh, it just I turn it on. Dude, you destroyed and... your car, your phone. Yeah, but now here's my problem. You know, we're trapped. Uh, cars are one thing. Yeah. But... I mean, cell phone. We're virtually trapped without. It'll it'll work for two seconds, and then it goes, and then it just goes into this acid freakout. It's it, on acid, Mike. It, it's it's trying to hypnotize you. It reminds me of Orange Sunshine in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, seeing what band was that? Anyway, no, their name was Earthquake and Stone Ground, um, and um, colors were everywhere. But um, I'll tell you this. Where can I get it fixed? Because everything is closed. Is it an? Is it a? Uh, it's uh, an iPhone. An iPhone. Okay, you you can what you can. Con- I would contact Apple directly. But, you know, you, you have a your customer service line and see if they can do something for you. Okay, because uh, that's um, that's probably going to be. You know, they might be able to send you. You might be. They may allow you to send that in for a, a repair or something. See what they can do because they are open. I called them the other day. Are any? Uh, so the, is the Apple Store open? No, I don't. Apple stores are all closed. They're all closed. Okay, Um, and be prepared to wait on those lines because all of those customer service lines, because all of the stores are closed, are like. I mean, the other day I waited almost an hour and a half on a customer service line. Oh my! They do say though that you can (laughs) call them through the uh, the system on board your Tesla. I don't have a car. I shorted out my car. I've now shorted out my phone. I'm on Verizon, but I think some Verizon stores are open. But can you go in them? And well, give, give listen. Call. If anyone happens to know if if uh, <laughs> any of the Verizon stores are open, I say they're running commercials. I know the Apple stores are closed at least, right. or you know, while this is going on for a little. Because even more. if you got a new iPhone, don't you have to hook it to your system, or can the Apple store do that? Oh, there's a lot that could be done remotely. Have you started? Have you done a full? Um, have you? Powered it off. Have you turned it off completely? It won't, I, it won't let me even go to enough of it I, to I'm, turn it off. No, no, no. You hold the uh, the side button. Yeah, I've done and that. Hold and it down. Vi- yeah. And uh, the volume button and keep holding it. I've done that. It, hold it, it. It won't do anything. There. No longer. Ah! Oh, my what God. What the hell is that? 
I think you might phone. you might have accidentally called nine one one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. I think that's what oh, you did. I called nine one one. Oh, stop, stop. Oh, this will no. be fun. No, by the no. way, by the way, There's listen, no Pierre. Hold ah. on. This text says he's the technological kiss of death. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, when that little noise oh, happens, still calling nine one one. Yeah, it means you stop actually, it. you've, you've called nine one one. There's no emergency. Please don't come. <laughs> oh dear. Prank caller. Prank caller. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't know you. Why <laughs> would it go through? It came back for a moment, and then it, it goes back to acid flashing. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like a well, rave. It's well, like a, no. A, it keeps doing. Yeah. That. Uh okay. Well, that's uh my that's my latest crisis. The uh, there used to be a here manioc iPhone repair still open. I would imagine that that there are some tech places that are open because that is issues like this are going to be happening. People now use it as a central form of communication that you're going to be able to find a place that will be able to take care. All of right, PR. I've gone to Manion iPhone Repair a couple of times. They are very good in there. Oh, I believe wow. they're Apple certified. They're right on Main Street. Okay. Oh yes, Steve, you recommended them to me in the past. They are fantastic. They're excellent. They, right. Yeah, they get it done really quickly. It's a it's a mom and pop place, Steve or uh, Pierre. So you'll like it. Special I'm, discount for Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call them, and and let this be a warning to other uh, cell phone. I didn't. I I was listening to Jackie Bam Bam unloading my. Unloading my groceries because the radio doesn't come into my house. So I was listening on the on the iPhone app, the MMR app, last week, and I'm having a perfectly well. It's, it was painful. It took me two <laughs> hours to wipe off every single item that I bought. Uh, so it was it was a painful OCD experience all in all. Um, and then I started peeing in jars and putting them up on the wall. <laughs> to, for, that's a Howard Hughes reference yeah, yeah, for yeah. those who knew that Howard Hughes used to do that. Uh, at any rate. Um, and then I, I I noticed my phone was down in power, and I went to plug it in, and some light came on. It says you have liquid inside the inside the containment vehicle, and I go, oh dear, and then um, and then it just started flashing from so that how, point forward. How were how were you washing it when you were washing your phone? Well, I put you know rubbing alcohol in a in a dish, and I just dropped the phone in there and you let it sit for no, I was kidding. Yeah. Well, I I would take a. Uh, you know, just like a Kleenex or something, and put that... either hand sanitizer on it and rub it over it. But then I'd. Rub... I've been using these 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 cloths, these Purell, uh, Purell cloths. Hang on, you would rub it on the back part too, and what? Well, like the the case. On the case, part. okay. But where it gets in is where you plug it in. That's the inner. That's a connection to its internal arteries uh, mm-hmm. for uh, when surgeons are doing. Uh, these work. things are waterproof, by the They're way. They're supposed to they be are. waterproof. Yeah. But uh, maybe not hand sanitizer proof. They're maybe. not Pierre proof. They're not Pierre proof. Maybe, yeah, maybe the, the liquid in the, you know, the sanitizers, <laughs> I don't know, gets in there somehow. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on. We're I moving on. You, you, uh, God bless you, but the, the, the Ke- electronics and you are not uh, yeah. are not friends. Kevin Gunn, there used to be, uh, for those who remember, an, a thing called a newspaper, which was a great and uh, wonderful thing. There were newspaper columnists so, who still are out there, but uh, they're online mostly, but... Um, there was a column called The Perils of Pauline years ago that you might remember. Yes, Steve. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Kevin Gunn said, you ought to create a new one called The Perils of Pierre <laughs> for your you, various misadventures. You have more than enough material. I do. Yeah, you have luggage traveling around the world yeah. without you. Yeah, you have. Right. Uh, Hold on. Somebody says, that, and, and this is true, there are certain functions that you can do with the buttons if you can't access the screen because I had an issue with my phone not that long ago. It ended up being that the... 
uh, operating system need to be updated. It right. wasn't giving me alerts saying that it needed to be updated. So I called them and they took care of it. But somebody says press volume up once, volume down once. Do that quickly and then hold the lock button until it restarts. Do you know what those buttons are on the phone? There? I know what the oh, buttons are. I just want to make sure. <laughs> volume up. Or no, now, button. don't hold it. Yeah. Oh, and then down. Button, and down button. Oh, and geez, then the lock button. You can't even do that. And then you hold the lock button down. Oh, there it is. And wait, there's your screen. Just came up. Now enter your enter your security code. Okay. See if you can get into it. I got in. And now, now see if you can restart again. it. But at least it... Now oh, now Siri's jumping on there. Oh, it? my God. <sighs> Go to the store. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> it said something. Well, I have an English Siri voice. Hold on, Debbie. Hold on, Debbie. Why do you dislike me? Hi, Debbie. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Great. You need to help Pierre. I do. I have a very good friend of mine. His name is Billy Light, and uh, he owns Experimac in West Berlin, New Jersey, right on Route 73. And that's all they do is specialize in Apple products, and they are definitely open. And uh, Pierre, he can help guys like you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll, can, we'll, we'll take note of that, and, and Pierre What's will decide called? where he's going to write it down. What's where it he's going to go. What is it? It's called Experimac. Ex- Experimac? Oh, I get it. As in yeah, Mac, as in uh, Mac what you call it? Apple mm-hmm. products? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. And uh, they, look, not only does he have own a top-notch service, he is also an excellent musician in the South Jersey community. So you would not only be supporting a small business, but be supporting, you know, an, a musician. <laughs> an out-of-work musician right now. So it's kind of a, a double entendre in, in uh, supporting it's our my business. my eyes community. to look at my phone. All right. Well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you to call. West Berlin's a bit of a haul, but, um, you know, maybe I need a drive today. Who knows? We'll Thanks, see. Deb. You know what? It's a beautiful day for a drive. Give him a call. Oh, wait. I don't have a car. Yeah, you don't have a car. <laughs> oh, never mind. We have, there's a whole bag uh, of issues here, Dave. Yeah. Thank you. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank I am the... No, I got gotcha. you. You've done right. your part for, Thank for, you. uh, for technology. Everything. By the way, somebody says uh, try up, down, uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, <laughs> left, right, B- A, B, uh, or I'm sorry, B, A, start. B, A, select, start. That's select, the start. Oh, then that's what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, uh, let's do the letter. That's what I was thinking. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. R as in remorse all right <laughs> no remorse no, no remorse uh we have a 300 dollars duncan e-gift card uh you can send a hero that you know a little thanks with a duncan e-gift card by visiting duncancoffeebreak.com and for every gift purchased uh duncan will donate a dollar up to one hundred thousand dollars to the duncan joy in childhood foundation emergency funds that's great that goes straight to nonprofits helping families affected by coronavirus visit duncancoffeebreak.com and send your hero a duncan he gift card today stop staring at it pierre I'm sorry it's gonna give you flashbacks <laughs> My eyes. It looks like uh, in The Incredibles 2. Yeah. Remember the screen would yeah. flash and they would be hypnotized by it? That's exactly what that looks I like. I see and I obey. Right. So so when, when uh, Bill comes in and says, no, remorse, hold that up. and re- right. what Remorse about what? I, I, I can't I, remember. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. What's up on the show today, ma'am? By the way, rat at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> just brilliant. I'm sorry. Just 
blanking brilliant. All right, on the program we'll have speaking of the letter R, rock refund. Uh we've got 500 bucks possibly to give away. I had one of my two winners yesterday which was way cool. That'll be at noon and 2. Then again with Jackson at 4 and 6 and Bam Bam at 8 p.m. Then I've got some cool workforce blocks including the struts. And um, it's Richie Blackmore's birthday, so we'll do a little Deep Purple and some Rainbow and stuff. And we'll have KG Elephant, and it's Double Shot Tuesday on top of all of that. It's going to be a great day. Lovely. All right. I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show is brought to you by Acme. And you can uh, order your groceries online, have them ready to pick up at the time's convenient for you. Each item carefully selected and brought to your car. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com. Also brought to you by Gwyneth Mercy. Their graduates make the world a better place by putting... The Mercy in G Mercy U. Tomorrow on our show, we go live on Fox Good Day. It's a Wednesday, so we'll do that. We usually have a secret text word, too, which is great. Uh, Bill Engvall will be joining Yeah, us. Bill Engvall's great. He is great. And Dennis Quaid yeah. wow. will be on the show tomorrow, too. And he was engaged to Leah Thompson for like three years. No kidding. Yes, I read we, that today. We had to earlier sure. today. Mm-hmm. All right, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. I dream of Jeannie. Next message. I want to give a shout out and much love to my PlayStation, giving millions of people the incentive to stay inside. Way to go, PlayStation. Next message. How about you to this? Send my unemployment money. I've been out of work for a month. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.